King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up, Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports dude. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. One the sports radios. Legendary figure. Hello there, kids. It is a thirsty Thursday as the winter of discontent continues. It is thirsty. Thank you for pouring one out. Tony Bruno, Luigi's here. Luigi Cardo, 22 on Twitter. At Miss Robin Austin with the pigtails going strong again today. Very strong. On Valentine's Eve. And today we will ask America and the world. What do you oh. want for Valentine's Day? I'm trying to figure. I'm like, okay, what TV am I hearing stuff from? It's t- it's Luigi's phone. Yes, I haven't given up. I've been on hold for an hour and 17 minutes. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who want the government to control every part of your life, Luigi Curto, calling up what? What de- what government agency did you call? This I'm calling my local unemployment office to make sure. So he's calling the unemployment office because he's out of work. And he just wants to ask him what's a couple of questions. So I have a couple. I have a few questions for the adjudicator there. And okay. we don't know what happened. It doesn't matter what the religion is. Come on, no. man. I'm talking <laughs> I'm about sorry. adjudicators. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, come on, man. Why does this have it's to be all about kosher? Adjud- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so, how long have you been on hold? Now, bring that up to the to the mic so people can hear your government at work for you, the taxpayers of America. Yeah, can you put that on? I want to hear this on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah. What's the time now? Give us an update on the countdown. We're going to leave this on through the show and see how long it takes. I love when they play the Lovely classical music. music, though. It's beautiful, isn't it? They always play classical music, so when you're feeling just about time ready to pick up a cinder block and throw it through your television, you say, hey, I like that tune. Is that Bach? I can play this right now. <laughs> I can walk in and just, I can play this. Is that yeah. Bach, so Beethoven? You've been on Who is one that? hour, 18 minutes, 49 seconds and counting. That is absolutely ridiculous. So when, you see, when you see me get off the mic, I'm going to get on his phone. Well, yeah, I'm very classical. Knowing, so th- this is knowing Luigi's luck. What's going to happen is he's going to take that one second too long. Like he's talking. He wants to finish a sentence. He's going to switch over and go pick it up. But it'll be one second too long for them, and they will have hung up on him. So like, I want to hear that again. Bring that up. Ah, you um, mother- so for all of you who want the government to run health care, they can't even run unemployment. Hit Heffen Post 64 says, the unemployment office is on their third hour of lunch. Come on, Luigi. Yeah, he's right about that. Now, I think the speaker's on the back. I want to hear the class. I'll see if I can name that tune. Because it is the day before th- Valentine's Day. 
I still call it Valentine's because that's what people say when they don't know. Because it's Valentine's Day, you're suddenly going to be uh, knowledgeable in classical music. I'm always knowledgeable in classical music, Robin. Ah. I think we'll have the results of the Iowa caucus before Luigi gets his phone. At- Ooh. <laughs> you know, you when you're on hold and you hear, and then all of a sudden the music stops. Up, you're like, yes. And, then and it's like musical chairs. Recording. Wait a minute. It's like the doctor's office. You wait in the waiting room, and then they bring you in the little room, and you got to wait in that room for another 45 minutes to an hour. Freaking outrage, man. I just got, I got one question I need answered. That's it. One question. Where's my money? <laughs> so while, while Luigi's on hold and before Paul uh, the Paul comedian, Mercurio is going to yes. join us live here in the wine cellar. Yeah, there will be a show. This isn't just the show. No, no, this is the yeah, yeah. show. This is the pregame show. Um, we ought, we are, we we have today and then tomorrow. Where's the damn football? Oh, it's still. That's right. It's auction Thursday. No, I need to. I need to put it in the the glass. I should put it in that one so it looks. Put it in the, yeah, put it in the in the box. You got it. You need help. Put Robin? it in the glass case. Robin, you need help or you got it? I got it. Okay. She's got it. You're gonna take the ball out of the box. We're gonna put the box in the case. I'm kind of good at unboxing oh, stuff, opening shit. What's in the box, by the way? Oh, what's in the box? The football's in the box. <sighs> so this is what happens. You want more government? Yep. You want government to run your health care? They can't even take care of you when you're out of work. It's a nice ball, T. It's a beautiful ball. It's a nice ball. It's a Wilson. That's the Duke. The Duke. Not the Duke Dan Davis, my old buddy from ESPN days. That's a nice football, too, though. Or the Duke John Wayne. That ball is inflated, though. Get that damn Chicago Bears football out of here. Did you know that I I looked up this ball? If this were actually signed by Brian Urlacher, do you know how much it would be worth? How much? Over $500. Oh, I got to get Brian Urlacher to sign that son of a bitch right now. Mm -hmm. That'll go to the Tony Bruno Foundation. (laughs) Exactly. The TBF, (laughs) as we like to call it. The TBF, baby, on TNT. But anyway, the unemployment office. Uh, that's where the Houston Astros are today, continuing their big story in baseball, Luigi. Oh, look at that. It now, looks beautiful. It would be nice if we actually dusted the box. I, I know well, you got to dust the box off every now and again, oh. John. <laughs> <laughs> Just spit on that box and wipe it off. My, my box hasn't been dusted for a while. <laughs> oh, you're about the ball, bro. Oh. <laughs> what fucking box? I don't know. Well, you see it. Can you, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not anal. I just think that when you have things sitting around your house, to have an inch of dust on something is an absolute outrage. Even the inside part where the ball sits inside that box is filthy. God, I hate dirty people. So this is what you are going to be receiving, folks. And uh, anybody that uh, wins the highest bidder for all proceeds going to St. Jude. St. Jude's Children's Hospital, Hospital, Robin. Children's and, Research Hospital. Yes, and uh, it is. It, it does look way fancier in the glass case, doesn't it? Yes, it, it does. <laughs> it's shiny. It's real nice. So right now, the bid is at 900 So the next bid would have – it goes in $10 increments. Yeah. Goes, uh, minimum $10 increments. Yeah, minimum $10 increments. And, um, and by tomorrow, we're wrapping this up. Tomorrow and then night. The person will be sent. Afternoon. Not just the football now. I'm including my own personal box that I paid for, in addition to the $40 that I paid for the football, that how much was that acrylic box, Robin? I was looking at them just to see how fast I, I could get I bought that. I didn't get yeah. that for free. It was like, they're like 40 50 bucks. So that's what? right. That's like almost $100 out of my own pocket to give you the football and the box, the case that it comes in. 
And the really horse nice. that you rode in on will be included as well. Oh, Luigi doing the nice spinorama oh, there. You, you, Banna, very good job. Yes. So much QVC I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen with David, baby. In the kitchen with David. Oh, I'll give you we the got 30 left David. in the blue. This is the teal. The black. There. Now I'll even get the I'll even get sexy Rexy gross. You know you know where that ball would be because it's got Brian Erlacher's picture on it. Yes. But you know who else would make that ball very valuable? How about Bob yeah. Sanders? The guy got screwed out of freaking MVP. I had you know, it fifty to one. Next year. How about how about Peyton Manning? Oh yeah. Who by the way won that game? You don't think of Peyton Manning and Brian Erlacher well, on wait, that? Baby? We have a bid. We have a bid. We have breaking news. Yeah. Already. Eight five six agent put me in for nine fifty. Nine fifty. No, Jay Stewart will not deliver the box. That's great uh, TV game show knowledge. You know who Jay Stewart is, right? See, He's the announcer. Tony, this on, is the uh, yes. Bears the champion. Bears. So if but it also had, has the Colts on there, yeah, too. Yeah, if we had Ditka sign it and yes. Brian Urlacher, oh, my God. No, how about getting Devin Hester to sign it? The only guy to ever take the opening kickoff in a Super Bowl to the house. Yeah, well, we got that right. So we'll get all those guys to sign that ball. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. So 950 is now the bid. He has now surpassed AJ in San Antonio. We've got to get this over four figures, though. Yeah, I think it's got to go over four because figures. Because we already told you, Luigi broke down all the signatures on there of the people right who are athletes, Hall of Famers, and the actual retail price. If you tried to buy all these autographs separately, it'd be like $2,500. I'll give you the list of players that have signed the ball. Just the players alone. All right? Give me Hall of Famers first. You want the Hall of Famers? Yeah. I'll give you one tough. who's supposed to be in the Hall of Fame. How about Brian Mitchell? Brian Mitchell's on there. Kyle Turley. Kyle Turley, not Warm, in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, Warren Moon. Warren Moon's in the Hall of Fame. Bart Oates. Bart Oates in the Hall of Fame. And Roman, Romanowski's not in the Hall of Fame. Roman's no. not in the Hall of no. Fame. Okay. But the, our gentleman from the Green Bay Packers. Yes, the Dave origin, Robinson. Dave Robinson is the most valuable signature on there. Yeah. yeah. That, that signature alone brings you $450, and that's because of the significance of, this, of the signature of being yeah. the first black linebacker drafted by Vince, Vince Lombardi. And now, so, you know, he's one of those guys that's an older gentleman, obviously. He played in the 50s and 60s. And so when he's at Radio Row walking around, a lot of people don't know who he is. You know, he wasn't wearing his, his Hall of Fame jacket. A lot of the guys wear their gold yeah. jackets. That, that say way you Hall know, of Fame. when we went to the taste of the NFL, yeah. everybody that was a Hall of Famer was supposed to wear their yellow jacket. Yeah, but I mean, I recognize Tony Dorsett without his yellow yeah. jacket. Yeah, you it's can funny. recognize him. Okay? You're going to recognize though. guys like Kellen Winslow and Tony yes. Dorsett in these guys. It's You're not going to recognize Dave Robin. Can I finish the thought, Robin? I You're not going to recognize. One. Yeah, but I'm already in progress to finish a thought. You're not going to recognize Dave Robinson unless you're an old school and he was one of our best guests. The guy oh, had great God, he was stories. Awesome. He didn't want to stop talking. I to know him. he was phenomenal. And, and he gave me his number. He's like, I want to come on with Tony again. And so whenever we do have him come on, he's probably going to just talk for three hours. I just have this feeling that he's just not. He's I not going to put go him off. on hold with unemployment. Let him talk to them for <laughs> <the next laughs> three hours. Put them both on hold at the same time. Hour and twenty-six and counting. How long will it take? We should do a quick poll here. Sure. How long will it take? Before the, this is the Pennsylvania Unemployment Compensation Correct. Office, right? Mm -hmm. 
And you are now on hold. What's the time right now? One hour, 27 minutes, 10 seconds. Well, That's almost I, an hour and a half. I predict that when you first called them, Luigi, they were all just going to lunch because it was right around noon. That's time. not how it works. Uh, that's not how it's supposed to work. I called that's them at 11.30. That's not how it's supposed to work, but that is totally how it works. Do you realize most of these government agencies, they work from like 8 o'clock till 3 and then they go home? Mm-hmm. Well, they so, say they work from 7 to 9, but it's a, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a total 7 line. to 9 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Well, there's night, supposed mm-hmm. to be somebody there. The thing about a government office... It's not like, you know, your little office and lunchtime, everybody goes to lunch and it doesn't matter. This is the government. This is their job. They're supposed to have at least one person there. Are a lot of people out of work all of a sudden? I guess. Ladies and gentlemen, I also want to ask you, since we're talking about housekeeping, we talked about the ball and it's now up to 950. The next bid should be at a minimum of 960. Um, And tomorrow at the end of the show, we will be closing out the bidding. And uh, again, it'll be a tax write-off for whoever wins this because uh, you will be paying directly to the St. Jude website that I have established in this ball's honor. Um, But... I want to make sure that you guys share the show. Share, share often. Uh, as you know, on social media, Ooh. the timeline changes constantly, so you never know uh, who's seeing it. So make sure you share the show. And tomorrow, we have big news. Big, after, big, big news? Yes. After yesterday's um, Jeremy Roenick That's uh, right. news, um, we, I, I texted him during the show, and I didn't know, you know, because you never know what somebody who's going through something like that, whether they can or cannot talk, you know, sometimes uh, to be able to receive um, their, their, the rest of their salary, if they're under contract, they're put on a gag order, whatever. He is not on a gag order. And he said that he couldn't do it today because he was golfing. And guess where he's playing today, and I know exactly where. I even said it. Phoenix, Arizona. Well, that's where he lives. But I said, are you playing TPC Scottsdale? Yep. And he said, of course. Of course. Because that's where he plays all the time. I got to play there a couple times back in the day. And the 16th hole, and I've been saying this forever, the 16th hole at the TPC course at Scottsdale where they play the Waste Management Open, and the biggest waste of this tournament is they do it on the same weekend of the Super Bowl. So I can't go to it anymore. That's why you're pissed about it. I'm pissed because it's Super Bowl weekend, and I don't get a chance to, A, be there, or B, watch it live or watch it on tape. And so it's an amazing golf course, and the 16th hole at TPC is absolutely the greatest place. Forget about Amen Corner. Forget about the Jim. Well, Jim Nance was probably there doing it. I think Jim Nance signed the ball, too. <laughs> I, no, he didn't sign the ball. But anyway, it's a great place. I actually birdied the 16th hole at TPC. Andrew Sicilia, we have it on tape somewhere. I'm going to have to find that. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, now Tony Bruno lining up at 16. And there come a pair of titties out of nowhere. No, no, not when I was there. There was nobody there. It was a beautiful afternoon at Scottsdale. Dean, I have, this was BR. It was before Robin. I have no idea where that video would be. I, I, I know why. BR I, I, before Robin? <laughs> yes. Not BC. Not Beach not, Report. Yeah, BR. 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 Not BR Baracus. No, that was BA Baracus. BA Baracus. BA Baracus. He's anyway, gone now. So Andrew Siciliano and I were in Arizona. I don't know if it was spring training. I don't know what it was. But we got on TPC of Scottsdale, which is a public course. You can get on there. And then we get to 16. And then I said to my caddy, Tony, can you get yourself a 7-iron here? And I looked over. <laughs> Tony, I, can you get yourself? Well, let's see. I looked at mine. It was did my caddy. In other words, I was carrying my own Did anybody notice that? Was it El Dorado? What would you have? 
No, I just a had, caddy. A, I just, a caddy. I mean, come on. Come on, Cujo knows. So anyway, I have, <clears throat> I take out the seven iron. And I hit a majestic shot. And it's mm. up in the air, and it plops down, and you can see the green, obviously, because it's a par three. And I'm saying, I think I'm close enough for a potential birdie putt. Did you birdie? Wait, let me finish the story. So as That's Andrew impressive. hits, Andrew hits, he's on the green. We start walking up. The click-clack of a woman wearing high heel stilettos on the cart paths were heard in the distance, echoing throughout the beautiful Scottsdale mountainsides. People on Camelback Mountain hiking for the day, oh, yes. looking down and seeing this. Women who were about to take their tops off around 16 were ready to whip those babies out. Well, 18, over 18, though. <laughs> they were over 18. Okay. I, again, I, didn't have, I couldn't ID them. They just happened to be there. Okay. And you know what it was also on the green? Not a chick with her top off. A coyote. I'm not making this no. up. No. Not Jeremy Roenick and the Phoenix Coyotes right. or any of the other what former time of day Phoenix. Was it? This was in the afternoon. Oh. Because we got, you know, we teed it's off in the morning. It's unusual for coyotes to be out in the afternoon. This was in the afternoon because, you know, it, it wasn't in the dead of summer where nobody's on the golf course afternoon because you die out there. But so we get to the walking up to the green and there's a coyote. And I remember because I it was there were still phone back then. I still had a phone with a camera on it. I took a picture of the coyote standing on the 16th green at TPC Scottsdale. And then I walk up, and I birdie this son of a bitch. I birdied 16 at TPC. That's incredible. Of course, there was no, th- there's no gallery there because they build the bleachers for the uh, big tournament you know every year. Tony and I- that's when it's hard because professional golfers were saying, I can't focus. It's one guy four-putted last week because of the noise and the distraction. But you're used to all that nonsense. Exactly. I love noise and distractions. You I'm easily what, distracted. Exactly. I bet you the phone that you had was it the flip the the black flip phone? Yes. When I met you, yes, it was my Sprint. I, I bet I you. I bet you it's the on pictures there. are on there. Then yes. Where's the phone? It's in the closet well, upstairs. But I don't know where a charger is. It's it's been silent. We'll have to get and, that and baby drawer. rebooted. It's been now if it's turned off. Does it store the stuff that's still in there? I have no idea, Tony. This it's been 10 years probably shit. since that phone has been turned on. There was no cloud back then, was there? No. <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm worried. I'm worried. There were that SIM the, cards. I'm worried that that's the phone that that idiot a-hole, when you said you were having problems with the charging. At the Sprint store in L.A.? Reset it when I specifically said, do not, do not let them hit reset. And you know what I said to that guy? What would you say, Tony? Did you give him the? Oh, you gave him one of those. I uh, said. I was so mad because that's the phone that when he was working for Fox, he was with Andrew Siciliano. All of his contacts were on that phone, and that was not when they had. They didn't have the cloud yet, so he had not backed up his phone to the computer, um, and it certainly wasn't happen audit happening automatically. And he lost everything. Ugh, that's a huge everything. loss. Yeah. Everything. Every little thing. Every little thing. We'll see. Anyway, so no, it wasn't a rotary dial. It was a flip phone. It was a Sprint phone. You know the Sprint ones where there's like a little window in it? I have it upstairs, and I'm sure we'll have a charger for it. Oh, yeah. Now, let's get an update on Luigi on hold with the unemployment office. What's the countdown? What's the time right now? We are one hour, 34 minutes, and 30 seconds in. No, I asked him for the update. I would like to get back to the update on progress. Okay, which is the uh, the football one? No, is Jeremy Roenick is going to be. Oh, that's right, tomorrow. The whole reason you started talking about golf. Arizona, um, baby. Is, is that it? he is playing golf today. He could not get out of that. Otherwise, he would have come on the show today. But he is going to be on the show tomorrow. We're not giving him a time clock. We're not saying, oh, you're only going to be on for one segment or two segments or whatever. We are just going to have a frank conversation. And he said that nothing's off the table. 
He was he wants to talk about everything. So everything. everything. And also, he said he'll be drinking the entire time. Well, yeah, because he, so, he teed off at nine this morning in Arizona. T- two hours behind us now, right, Robert? Not three. Correct. So the, he teed off at nine, and he said he probably wouldn't get done till like two, which is five o'clock our time. So we don't want to keep the show going till five and then have him come off, you know, and get a couple of libations and stuff. So and, and he was trying to be fair to us. He said, you know, I can do it like at four thirty. And I said, we're off the air at 4, and most of the time we're not going till 4. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to do that to him. He's playing golf. So I said, what are you doing on, on, Thursday, on Friday? And he said, Friday, I'm yours. Whenever you need me, call me. So 1 o'clock our time, which will be 11 o'clock Arizona time, right. he will be on with us to start the show tomorrow to clear the air about all the stuff. That's out there. Here's Jr. as soon as he answers the phone. What it do, baby? <laughs> no. By the way, we have breaking news. And no. AJ in San Antonio has just upped it, Robin. Has to he really? $1,000. Oh, We've hit four look digits. Look at that. It is four beautiful numbers. That's How what many? I was saying. That's a breaking four. news. Four digits, I said. Now we're at $1,000. Let's put that baby back on a rotisserie for another Put moment. that baby. Well, you need one of those things that those, you know, like people have their, like, when I was doing the Dan Patrick show, he had his uh, Emmy Awards, yes. and he had the little rotating things. Yeah. You know, the little rotating bases? Yes. i got to get one of those. And then he had a spotlight on his Emmy so that every time I... it turned, it would sparkle. Exactly right, man. Exactly. I just found all those pictures last night from when you filled in for him, and you were in the studio. Yes. Now, is that the same studio that they're still in? Or yes, they they're fi- still in okay. there in Connecticut on top of a – it was an old, uh, it was an old like, gym. Or Very a, cool. No, it was like a yoga studio or something. It's a great studio up there in Connecticut, in the middle of nowhere. Thousand bucks for the ball. So a thousand dollars. We have now hit a thousand dollars. Four figures. That's why I had to break in, Robin. When you have a thousand dollar bid, oh, absolutely. Nothing else really matters at this point except Luigi's phone call. It's very important. <laughs> Talk about a thousand dollar bid. Now, um, uh, who was it? There was somebody that said that Luigi you're probably better off just going down to the unemployment office. It doesn't office. even exist. You can't even No, go there is. It, there is. There's an unemployment office. You can go down and speak to somebody when they open up. I just wanted to talk. I just want to talk. I just want to talk to somebody. I just want to talk to somebody. This is from from when I was unemployed when I first moved here uh, because I was supposed to get a job and I didn't. <laughs> Remember those days? Um, they uh, I remember all this, and the best time to call was first thing in the morning. I like tried. I would, set, I would set my alarm, and I would call the very, very first thing when they first opened Wanna up. Want to play a fun little game called See Who Gets the Phone Answered First? Call them. <laughs> call them. You call them too, Robin. See who gets answered first. I, I can't. I have. I need my phone to be available, so I, I apologize, but I can't. Tony, are you drinking that, that, that pee water again? Yeah, I don't like it. What is it? It's turmeric. 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 Robin thinks this is going to help me. It's like I'm drinking pee. It if I want to drink pee, I'll drink my own pee, and then I'll pour it hey, on my hands. Right. You know, some people believe that that actually I know helps they as do. well. But I, oh, think I think Caligula did that. This tastes just a little bit better. I don't know. Have you ever tasted your own pee? No. That's a good question. But it's sterile. Now, any any parent or most parents who have a little boy child have accidentally had been peed in their face and and of I my son And some people do it intentionally. I mean, you know, yeah, it's exactly. just uh, whatever, you know, whatever you need. My my son uh I think before I figured out that you had to have like three hands and you had to make sure that when you're changing the diaper you you cover him up just in case 
It goes face up. Uh, it's I good when you see the little one have a strong stream, though. Oh, yeah. You're always saying, boy, that little son of a bitch has a nice stream. I have audio from one of those peers right Speaking now. Speaking of wait, strong. Wait. <laughs> Speaking of strong, not that he has a strong stream, I wouldn't know. But your grandson, Tony Bruno, little Dominic Vincent. He peed? Well, he's been peeing. Of course peeing. he's been peeing. But he is doing so fantastic. We he's have an update on uh, little uh, little Dominic Vincent. He is 17 and a half inches long. And he's over, and how many pounds is he now? Four, four pounds? Four pounds, five ounces as he's of two days ago. Yeah. 17 and a half inches long. Is that, your, is that a keeper when you're talking about flounder? <laughs> no, that's yeah. I think that's the new law in <laughs> Delaware this year. you got to be 17 inches. Uh, and then, uh, of course, because the, all the fish will be 16 and a half inches when you catch them. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They raise the they raise the size of a fluke flounder. Yes. To a size, and they do it with a lot of fish, but especially flounder. And so they make it if it's sixteen and a half one year, and everybody's catching sixteen and a half inch fish, they make it seventeen the next year, so that everybody's catching sixteen and a half inch fish again. You'll comprendo. It's an outrage. But so they're on the audience network, and I know it, it's not Dan Patrick and and Rich, Rich Eisen, Eisen. They're both on the same network, but Rich is in L.A. doing his show. The, the TV portion of it, right. and the radio portion, I believe, is still on Fox Sports Radio. Same thing with Dan. But Dan's still in Connecticut, but right. I'm hearing now that he's not, it's not the same studio that he's been in there. In fact, when I was filling in for him, I know, I, I know Milford. exactly. Milford, Connecticut. Milford, I think it's still in Milford, Connecticut. It was Connecticut, right above Connecticut. a bagel shop or something like that, exactly. right? Um, the, uh, um, yeah, the audience network on DirecTV is going bye-bye. Yeah, because AT&T owns DirecTV right. and the audience network. And they've decided that they're not going to keep that channel on at the end of February. I believe they're making it into a Cinemax (laughs) preview station or something like that. I have no idea what they're doing. My batteries doesn't make any sense. They, I, I I don't understand why any company would want to have non-original. Like, wouldn't it be much better to have shows on that are original that will people actually interested in seeing? I, I don't get it, but whatever. Robin, there's a million channels on cable. I know. Way too many. Too many. There's all these public access channels where anybody can go on and have it. And Smixter44, thank you so much for following. We uh, we really appreciate all of our followers. And if you are a follower and you love the show. Fit on the I ball. Would, <laughs> <laughs> no, make sure you share the show. Tell your friends because Twitch is funny right now. Uh, we are one of the very first professional radio shows to be on there uh, of Tony's caliber and um, they don't make it easy for people to find so people hear that Tony is on Twitch and then you go on to Twitch not knowing anything else other than the fact that you're like oh Tony's on Twitch and for somebody that doesn't know how to navigate through the Twitch system they get lost and so having you guys our fans, not you guys. I'm glad not Robin you guys. Used say, Robin used to say guys you and gals. Guys and well, see, guys, guys is I think is like guys and gals combined. Um, but you guys and gals uh, send out the link specifically for the show will allow people to find it easier. And so you are our marketing. You are the best. We can shout it from the rooftop, and um, shout it out. People will just go to Twitch and not be able to find it. But if you Send the link out personally to all of your social media fans um, and friends and family. Then it'll be much easier for people to find. And they're going to go, oh, my God, it's Tony Bruno. I've been missing him on radio. So, Exactly. Meanwhile, a lot of people commenting on the Dan Patrick studio. When we were there, we spent a weekend up there. We flew in from California and then went up to from Philly. We flew into Philly, spent time with my family because we weren't living here. 
and then we drove up to Connecticut and spent a couple of days when I filled in for Dan. And he did have a basketball court. That's where right. I did the yeah, I can dunk a basketball show. And that's where you okay. hurt during the show. That's the where you hurt your back, and it's not been the same ever since. And he and he, and he had a golf simulator in there. So I mean, it was a fun studio. Yeah, it's very. And obviously, cool. it's a big studio, and it's a great place, and it's a fun, it's well lit, all kinds of crazy stuff. The guys there are all friends. We just saw them at the Super Bowl again. All the the Danettes. Yeah, we actually almost were to, uh, out to dinner with them. <laughs> we, almost. Almost. We were at the same. Well, we're restaurant. at the next table. Yeah, Is that okay. considering? Uh, well, eh. we didn't know they were there, and so we walked in, and they're like, "Oh my God, Tony Bruno!" And so we hugged everybody, but they had already almost. That's like it. saying you're having you're having dinner with someone, but because because they're in the restaurant. Yeah. Wait. Wait a minute. We have an update. I'm going to remain on hold, toots, until you pick it up. Either that or Let's go to the toad board. S. Falcon 39 is saying, Robin, I can't watch replays of the show. Why? Why not? Um, because you have to be a subscriber to do that. To, 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 be, to watch any of the replays, you have to be a subscriber. If Correct. you are a follower, you can watch the live shows for free ad infinitum. And if I, infinitum. I, I yeah. it means forever almost. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Almost and if forever. I, if I post a replay uh, as Tony on his Twitch show, like, after we're live and then I repost one, mm-hmm. you will be able to watch that. But if you personally want to choose which replay show, which archive show you want to watch, then you need to subscribe. All right, so that's, that that's your... That seems fair. That's, that's all up to date. Now, meanwhile, let's get some of the other business before Paul Mercurio comes in here. We have... Um, I mentioned the MLB The Shit Show 2020 yep. is the new video game you can get coming out. PS4. I, I will be doing some of the voice work, but I'll be doing the X-rated channel on there. Right. So unlike Madden, where I just did the radio show, I will be doing MLB The Shit Show 2020 voice tracks. <laughs> It'll be a separate channel that you have to pay extra for the content. I like because it. Because we got all these new rules. You got uh, the managers now today, or the Astros today, by the way, are on their apology tour. So you got all these former Astro players and the organization having a news conference today to announce that they're sorry. They are all sorry. Meanwhile, a survey has just been released that 90% of Americans who were surveyed about the Astros cheating scandal, Uh 90% say the Astros players should be punished. That's a pretty high percentage. (laughs) Yeah. 94% of women say that the the players should be punished. 86% of men. So women want these sons of bitches punished more than men do. But they don't matter. No, but no, it does. But here's the interesting thing. Kidding, when man. women think about cheating, they take it more seriously. They take I, it to Twitter. I think that's the moral to this, to this to survey, right? They asked, I don't know how many people, but it breaks out to 90%. So that means 94% women say the Astros should be punished, the players. Men, 86%. And that's how you round it out to 90. Okay. So that's pretty Still amazing. a very high percentage. But a lot of people aren't buying the Astros bullshit. A lot of people want them to pay and suffer. So what do we think? all do. That's what the do world think, we live in. What do you think is a... Is a um, I don't know. I don't got to play judge, jury, and executioner. But I love I the fact... I told you what I thought it was. I love all these guys who are on different teams now saying, gee, I wish I would have known. Or, or young players. Guys who were young players who were on that Astro squad when they were winning saying, you know, I was just a young player. I really couldn't say anything because I didn't want to be called the guy who ratted it out. So no, there were young I t- players. I understand that. If I you're, you. yeah, I totally understand that. If you, if you just joined a team, or if you, you know, are still worried about your contract, you're not one of the star players, and you know they're not going to get rid of you. You're not going to say anything if everybody else is going along with it. Told you what I would do. One, I, I would give them a, a postseason ban. Ban from the postseason. Then the why play time. the regular season? Because they're still going to play it, but they're playing a meaningless season. 
That's a possibility, but it's not. You know, I don't think just it's the postseason ban. There's still the guys still have a chance. But to what play. do you do with the players who were on those teams that cheated, who are now on other teams? Yeah, that's it's the same thing with USC. They when got USC when USC got nailed, you know, you were taking away scholarships, you Tony, were taking away championships. Tony, but let's be honest, the guys that are that are no longer on an Astros team that were caught, that were caught cheating, they're not the big hit. They're not Altuve. They're not Bergman. They're, they're not right. the big players. And in not all only this. that, they're not the ones that implemented it. It was still implemented by the team. I would do a postseason ban. Forget about the draft picks. Forget about all that nonsense. I would I would eliminate them from postseason contention for the next year. And you can go out there and you could play a meaningless. You can go out there and play. You could steal all steal all the signs you want, guys. Because guess what? You're playing meaningless baseball for the entire year. Yeah. So what do you do with the fans who pay money to go watch? It? What do you do to the fans who Did go? They to enjoy Minute their Park? World Series win. Yeah, but you can't. They're punish, all conspirators. You can't punish the they're fans. All conspirators. The fans are not conspirators. They they're don't know what's going on. Hey, they're not. They're the paying customers. They still man. get to go to the park. They still get to watch a team. They Why would they go watch a team? Because you know what happens then, Tony? Then they don't show up, and they're stuck playing in front of no one. Yeah, but that's the, what you get. The fans don't want. The fans want to see their team. Well, their team is a bunch of cheaters. So guess what? If you want to go out there and support a bunch of cheaters, then you go out and pay your money. If not, you boycott the season. You Rob, hit him where it not hurts. Do that. Rob Man, by hurts. the way, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, is absolutely gutless. He's a okay. joke. I'm so sorry. he's not going to so do it. That is so annoying. Can sorry, you turn I'll, it down just I did. a little it's bit? All the way down the bottom. <laughs> you take it up, speaker. What's the time right now? Where are we? Are One talking? hour, forty-eight minutes, and twenty seconds. Can AJ, we get to two hours? Can AJ we get to two hours? Oh, I hope so. That's a lock. I I think I was wrong. AJ in San Antonio says that it was implemented by the players. Be- um, hold on, it's scrolling so fast I can't read it. Beltran was the head of it all. Yahoo and The Athletic had a story on it. Well, so, yes, uh, that's why Beltran has been punished. He was stripped of his manager job with the Mets before he even got to manage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Alex Cora was the manager of the Red Sox. He got fired. So people are being held accountable. The managers, all the managers involved, Red Sox, Astros, and, who was, and the Astros GM, all fired. So the guys who were in charge of the teams got punished. The players haven't been punished. And that the only way to do so? Is what? But what about the players who are on other teams now, now who Quills. were part of it? They Joe got Quills out. says that MLB should have taken all their draft picks this year. Draft picks in baseball mean Ugats. Well, Ugats. Houston would pay for this for the next 10 or 15 years, he says. Yeah, but it depends. I mean, you know, if you got a Mike Trout, yeah. I don't know how that how I don't know how that's punishing the team. Uh, the way you punish the team is by s- suspending them from postseason play. You're, you're literally playing meaningless baseball. That's all you're doing all year long. And I understand that the fans have to suffer for that, but guess what? That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the ownership and the team's fault. And you're the one who have to go out there and apologize to the fans saying, guys, I'm sorry. We brought you a World Series, but guess what? We cheated and we got caught. I don't so, know. I think the only way to punish everybody involved is financially. Because impeach that, the mothers. I'm, I'm sorry. That's that the sons of bitches. Because you, I don't, like, like Tony said, if somebody's on a different team, how do you punish those players? Well, they could impose a fine on anybody that was involved and have, a, have it be a pretty hefty fine, even if you're playing for another team. You get fined. Yeah, but the Players Association, that's why they have unions in baseball, football, basketball. Even though you're thinking, why do we need unions for guys who make millions and millions of dollars? Because they have to have their rights represented, too. And the Players Association will fight for players even if they know the players are guilty. That's what the Players Association does. So can they be fined if Rob Manfred says? It depends on how this plays out. Because remember, spring training is just starting. And today the Astros held a news conference to have a public apology. So their public apology tour is underway. You will see the reaction now tomorrow. Tonight and tomorrow, you'll see how people are reacting to the apology. 
And if the people don't accept the apology and think it's bullshit, then they're going to suffer. I don't know that, you know, the Houston, I'm sure the Houston sports talk radio shows are dealing with this today. What do you do if you're a Houston Astros fan? You know, they did their season ticket sales go down. Um, do people care? Yeah, they should. They should go down. You should go. You should, if you're but I'm not, go, I'm not asking if they did. I'm asking, you know. I said should. I said they should. I, I'm saying have they, they though. I don't know if they have, Tony. There's no way to really find that out right now. All I'm saying is, is that for me, on the record, going on the record, not that it matters to anyone else other than the people in this room and the people listening on Twitch, is that I would take away draft picks, like like Joe Quillen said. That's number one number. That's that's an easy thing to do. But number two, I would hit him where it hurts, and I would post. I would suspend that team, the franchise, from postseason play for the season. That's what I would do. And if the ownership wants to take wants to sit there and come down on the players any harder than that, good for them. But if you take away, try playing in front of a stadium that's half empty. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays do that all the time. Yeah, I know. But they've, they've been eliminated since before the start of the season. No, they're actually competitive every year. That's the amazing thing. Nope. They're they, one of, the Oakland A's and the, and the Tampa Bay slash Expo Rays or X-Rays are going to, you know, are used to playing in front of empty stadiums. Right. But the fans still want to watch their team See, play. See, that's why I don't think that, that, that what you're saying, Luigi, would punish the fans. The fans shouldn't be punished. I think somehow or another they need to figure out how to punish just the people that were involved, just the team, just the players. Well, you, well, and we have somebody on the line okay, cool. who has an opinion on this. Let's go to the phones. Who do we have here? Hello. What's up, Tony? Oh, this is Dean down there in the Tampa Expo Rays area. Yeah, Luigi crashing on my race. They've won like 95 games the last three years, but they just happen to be in the same division as the Red Sox and the Yankees. Exactly. They put a good. They have a great season. But anyway, listen. Here's my opinion on this. I think it's a bunch of BS, Tony. It's selective morality. They've been mm-hmm. cheating in baseball with signals for a hundred years. This morning on MLB Network, Harold Reynolds says, "You know what? When I played baseball, and me and my teammates in the clubhouse, we couldn't." Our, our goal was we couldn't wait to try to get a double. Even if we could stretch it into a triple, we would stay at second so we could steal signs. This, I mean, we're being selective about what's good stealing of signs and what's horrible stealing of signs. I think it's all a bunch of BS. I agree with you, but here's the difference. And I'm not saying it was right back then when a guy at second base would give the signal to the guy at the plate because he saw what the pitch was and they knew what the signals were, just like looking at the third base coach and figuring out which signals he's giving the guy at first base or the guy at home plate in the the batter's box. They did it, you know, it was much harder then. Now when you're using technology, you're using cameras, you've got people upstairs sending signals down. That's that's the next level of cheating. And I understand cheating technology gets better and better. It it isn't cheating if it hasn't been in the rule books. Stealing signs has not been in the rule books for 100 years. I understand that, but the point is banging on trash cans and having eyes in the sky telling you what's going to be the next pitch. They still have to hit it. I understand that. But the whole thing about Jose, did you hear what one of the Yankees said uh, about the Jose Altuve excuse that, you know, he didn't want anybody taking his shirt off when he was surrounding home because his wife wouldn't like it? There were guys saying, you can strip me naked. Uh, who was it? It was Gary. Uh, you could strip me naked if I hit a, a game-winning home run in the World Series and I'm coming around and everybody comes out. They could take my entire uniform off. I wouldn't care. Neither would my wife. Right. No, and then, then when he was saying that, all of a sudden you see on Twitter pictures of him naked just in basically underwear 
showed up all over Twitter all the time when he's on vacation in his swimming trunks and all this stuff. So the guy was full of crap. Oh, he cheated, Dean. And this is why I hate. This is why I hate analytics, Dean. Analytics have destroyed the game of baseball. They've destroyed the game of baseball because now the analytics geeks who worry about technology and computers and what this guy hits, you know, against this guy. I understand there's scouting. There's always been scouting in the game. But now the analytics bullshit. And now you see what's happening. Speaking of that, you see what the shit show 2020 is doing. Now pitchers have to face a minimum of three batters this year. In right. And this is they're putting these in. This isn't the ridiculous postseason thing that's just a proposal. This is happening this year. A minimum that of three pitching, batters. You're pitching, right. You're pitching to give up ten home runs. But, to, you know what I mean? But You can't make a change. Of, well, not ten home runs. You can give up three home runs. And they got to leave that pitcher in there. Yeah, and then for guys like Gabe Kapler and all these micromanager, all these micromanager guys who go out there, a guy throws one pitch, and then they have to bring in a left-hander to face the other guy. That's the stuff they're trying to get rid of. They're trying to control that because they know baseball is long. I know we don't look at clocks in most sports, but baseball, they're trying to make the sport more appealing to young people. And young people who they want to get involved because all the old people will watch baseball no matter what, they want these people to s- stop complaining about, oh, here's another pitching change. Here comes the manager. Then one pitch is thrown, and then he's got to come out and go to the bullpen, and there's another five minutes before the next pitch is thrown. Well, then we might as well just get a bunch of 20-somethings, right, or you know, a bunch of young teenagers, get them all in a room, tear up every rule in baseball, and have them write the rules the way they want the game played. How about we just do that? Well, because three-pitcher pi- three <laughs> minimum is, is – is, is, it's kind of BS. No, it's three batters. Three, that's, it's a, three that's a little so When you rule. put a new batter in, he's got to face a minimum of three players it's before a, the manager. Rule. Here, here's, how you, here's how you punish the Houston Astros for the entire season. Whenever the Astros are coming to your town on, the, on, uh, on those games, you know them little wooden bats they sell? Yes. At baseball games? The ones Everybody I usually bring down to Tampa with me when I want to like, bust you over the head with them. Exactly. Yes. Everybody in the stadium gets a wooden bat and a trash can that you bang it for the three hours of the game while, while the Astros are playing. You know what I would do, though? I'd say I can't hear you over the $170 million going through my bank account right now. I just I can't hear all that noise. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, nothing the fans do is going to punish these players. I'm, gonna say, oh, I'm still going to work. I'm still getting paid. Exactly. Hey, guess what? You're here booing me, banging that little trash can. Your money that you paid for that ticket just went to my kitty. Exactly. Thanks, Chico. I appreciate That's it. That's why, I mean, it's like we shouldn't have the fans have to do anything. We shouldn't have the fans be punished somehow it needs to go into set the only way anybody's going to feel anything is a bank account wait a minute we have an answer ladies and gentlemen the phone gentlemen we just got to two hours and luigi colonel has just grabbed his phone and ran upstairs the pennsylvania unemployment compensation office has finally responded at 143. If you had 143, the actual time, you can collect right now. Go to Collect Bet and go to uh, PropsNetwork.com wow. and collect your action, baby. Yes, you see the empty chair there. That is actually Luigi. He realized that it was a real person rather than a recording, and he ran off. By the way, nice. Dean, my buddy Sean Salisbury, who we just saw at the Super Bowl, you know, does yeah. radio in Houston, and he just uh, tweeted, there will be far more questions after this press conference. So he obviously oh, yeah. was there. He's there in Houston. We should get. We should call Sean. See if we can pop him on real quick. Absolutely. I know we have. Uh, I know we have a guest coming in around two. Yes. But I want to get Sean on for and a couple actually, of minutes. Uh, since it's in the area, we do have AJ in San Antonio on the other line. Um, 
that wants to speak on this as well. But he's not a Houston Astro fan. No, but he's, you know, actually, I don't know what he... What I think baseball? he's a Texas Ranger fan. Again, it doesn't matter who you're a fan of. Everybody has a right to their opinion. We love AJ. And we'll pop him on, Dean. But I agree. You know, everybody's got an opinion on this, which is with the fact that everybody has an opinion about the punishment that should be meted out, that means that punishment should be meted out. 90% of the people surveyed said that they, they, the Astros should be punished. And luckily, you know, maybe Trump, maybe Trump will, uh, you know, will, uh, get, get, you know, pardon them. Now, that's the only pardon I don't think Trump would give out would be a pardon of the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all craziness. I mean, like I said, it's been going on for so long. I mean, I mean, obviously, they need to put the rules in the books and abide by them, you know, not, be, not have the selective morality like baseball has had. Exactly right, man. Well, thanks, Dean. Um, right, and I'm going to be calling you later anyway. All right. There okay. he is, ladies and gentlemen, down stock, there in the, Clearwater. The stock market is down today, by the way. That's all right. I don't want to. I don't. I see. I can't pay attention to that. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be on a roller coaster ride. Everything else is a roller coaster ride. I can't sit around and watch the Dow Jones. That's why we have you. That's why you're on our payroll. The unpaid stock market watcher in Clearwater, Florida. The great dean, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's go to AJ. Coming on now, right now is AJ. AJ in Santa. He's the high bidder right now on our football. One thousand dollars is the high bid. And again, AJ, your 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 benevolence, your uh, your greatness, is unmatched, sir. You're gonna make me cry, Tony. That's why I'm here, man. You're bringing a tear to my eye. Well, it is Valentine's (laughs) Eve, and I want to I want everybody to feel the love from the show every single day, especially the day before Valentine's. AJ, you are the Tony Bruno Show Valentine. You know, I was wrong. My bet was that the Philly mayor would become Republican before somebody answered Luigi's phone. Oh, you know what that answer is. Uh, he'll still be, he's, I think he's going to South Carolina now to help Elizabeth Warren finish in fifth place again. Wait a minute, Luigi is now dropping F-bombs as his phone call. Wait, now watch your language. Now watch. Wait, take it easy. Let's get an update. Wait, AJ, look, Luigi's phone call is already concluded. Two hours on hold. How long okay. were you on the phone call? Two hours on hold. I was on the phone for a minute and four freaking seconds. A minute and four seconds. You know what they told me? What? Nothing. They've got nothing. They've got no answer to the one simple fucking question I had. I can't. I relax. I, relax. I'm sorry. I'm relax. sorry. I'm getting a little upset. I'm a little heated. Come on. You're going to have a heart attack over here. My phone battery's at 30%. My bank account's at 20%. And I'm trying to figure out what's going how, on. How dare you? There was a young, broke college kid who only had $6 in her bank account. And she said to Elizabeth Warren the other night, up in New Hampshire when she finished fourth, that I'm going to give you $3 of the $6 I have in the bank. That's how much I believe in you. And Elizabeth Warren allegedly took $3 from a broke-ass college kid who allegedly had $6 I know. in the bank. By the way, I just, just, this is just PR. You know, it's PR spin. Uh, because that's what one of the things that I studied in college. She didn't quite think this through. She thought in her mind that it showed such a great thing that somebody that was already down on their luck was willing to give half of what they still had in the bank account, which was $6. She gave $3 her last, you know. Can you imagine even admitting that you took three? And Elizabeth Warren thought that that was the angle to go. She was like, somebody was so down on their luck, and they were still willing to give me half of their money so that I could continue. 
rather than what the rest of the world thinks is. Okay, I don't want this to become about politics. I'll, I'll tell you right but now. I'm thinking about broke-ass people. Broke-ass like people like don't give half of their money to a politician regardless of who it is. I'm getting a coronavirus tonight. Tonight, I'm getting a coronavirus. I'm drinking a case of Corona to my freaking self, Exactly man. right. Now, I need a drink. I'm pissed off, man. Are you we, pissed we, off? We I am pissed that. off. I am pissed off. I'll now, bring it a- down. I'll bring it down. Let's relax now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Relax. Take it easy. Because, AJ, you know, there's, a, there's one person in San Antonio who has the coronavirus and has been sequestered and quarantined and all those other things. Exactly. You know about that, right, AJ? You live in San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter brought, my daughter brought it to my attention. Uh, I'm not too worried about it, but... I got a, I got a, I got an opinion on this Astros thing. Go right ahead. I, I don't know how, I don't know how cynical society has to get to where they can't just recognize right from wrong. I mean, there may not be a a, a rule on the books. We're not talking about legal, illegal, but it's unethical. I mean, Correct. you've got. Yep. It's not like you've got okay the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I am a Texas Rangers fan, but I follow the Astros. But it's not like the Texas Rangers come to Minute Maid Park and some representative from the Astros says. Okay, here's your camera, here's your TV, put them in the outfield too. They're not doing that, and they're keeping it a secret. You've got about almost a dozen players that are about ready to sue the Houston Astros because after they got rocked by the Astros, they got their asses cut from the team. So this is already impacting other players financially, and this whole thing with players are already stealing signs from second base, that's true. But if I'm the Texas Rangers and I'm on second base, I personally don't have a problem with that. The Astros have the same opportunity if they can get somebody on second base. Exactly. So both teams are on equal footing here. There doesn't have to be a rule on the books. There may be a rule on the books now because of all this, but it's all got to start somewhere. His bottom line is it's unethical. You can't tell me any one of these Astros, pit, Astros players could look their kids in the eye and say, this is what you should be doing. No, they're not. They're going to, you know, they're going to say they're not even acknowledging that they cheated. Some of them are, and some of the guys who have moved on to other teams are, and the teams that lost to the Astros are. They're complaining. That's understandable. But the bottom line is they're not going to do anything to them. Rob Manfred is a gutless commissioner. You think Rob right. Manfred, knowing even if he saw the survey today that just came out, 90% of people surveyed said that the Astros should be punished. How is that going to help the game this year? How is that going to help people who are just casual baseball fans? You know, the diehards, they're still going to go. But the casual fan, when they turn a game on this year, and, and again, we've been through strikes. We've been through split seasons. We've been through shutdowns. So baseball always comes back. We've been through the dead ball era, the, you know, the, the, the juiced ball era, the juiced player era. So baseball will continue to go on. The question is when your sport is under constant th- threat of people not paying attention because they don't like it, that's when you have a problem. So we'll see what happens. The spring training yeah, well, games, you know, those people are going to go down there, down in Florida or in Arizona. Those people are going to show up for the games. But it's when you have sure. to pay to go to a major league ballpark and see what the reaction is of the fans. Obviously, first off in Houston, and secondly, around all of major league baseball. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and you know, I don't, who's to say what's going to happen? They're probably not going to punish the players. But if they did... I mean, what, who, do you think, who do you think gets hurt when a, when a college football program gets put on probation? I mean, look at SMU. How, how long did their fans have to pay for all that stuff that happened in the 80s? They got the death penalty. They got the death penalty. I know, and then they, came, they were allowed back in. The same thing with Pete Rose. I mean, Pete Rose yeah. won't play anymore, but they'll eventually have to let him in. If you want to play morality cops all yes. the time, 
then the morality cops have to be consistent. Absolutely. And if, but then again, if you're going to, I don't have a problem with Pete Rose coming back in. But if you're going to do the right thing with the Pete Rose thing, do the right thing with this, regardless of what the spin is. That's my whole point. And Joe Quill points out the only era Major League Baseball hasn't had yet is the blue ball era. I think that's a lot of fantasy guys who play Major League Baseball fantasy. Luigi, you a Major League Baseball fantasy player? No, but I do have blue balls. Well, who doesn't? I mean, come on. It's Valentine. Tomorrow there will be a lot more blue balls around as desperate single men would be seeking out the love of their life. I'm single, but I ain't desperate. Huh? <laughs> I'll tell you that right yeah. now. I'm just looking for desperate housewives all the time. Desperate is dangerous. Desperate is, <laughs> desperate is very dangerous. What's that, DJ? The last thing. The yes. last thing is... What, what, what gets me, regardless of what happens, I don't give a damn either way, but how arrogant do you have to be to think that this would not come out? You get cut from the Astros, and now you're a pitcher playing for the Oakland A's, like Sears is, and he's going to play 20 times against the Astros, and he knows they're stealing signs. Of course he's going to say something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And the next thing, that the, the, the one article I read in The Athletic, I think it was, it was either The Athletic or Yahoo, is that somebody claimed that the that the Major League Baseball knew about this before fears went public? So how soon before we have a cover up? Well, there'll be a cover up, and then there'll be an impeachment, and then there'll be hearings, and then the Robert Mueller will come out of the home. Yeah. And then no, in- no, no, no. Adam, we'll have Schiff come out and rule on it. Won't well, we? here's actually a question. So if everybody knew about it, and if the MLB actually knew about it. There may be more teams that were doing it. It's just Oh, yeah, that- other teams are being investigated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the reason why it became a big deal. The Astros won the freaking World Series. Right. That's why it became a big yeah, they're deal. They're on a national stage but, every night. But if it comes out that pretty much all the teams were doing it anyway, then they were, again, they were on a level playing field, right? But they, well, but they haven't well, been investigated the way the Astros are. Robin, exactly. But still came out and did about yeah, I, I agree. They should do it. But steroid if they, safety. if everybody was on a level playing field, if it comes out that everybody was doing it, then that's a whole, whole different story because you can't just punish one team then, right? No, and if all, but if all the teams were doing it, then what do you do? Well, how many how many people do you think gambled on baseball like Pete Rose? I mean, we can go back and we can we can we can cross examine every type of situation in the past and say. Well, a lot of people were doing the same thing as this person. And well, that's why people like that. Luigi should be banned from playing professional sports. The <laughs> Apple Watch has been the downfall of Major League Baseball. When players are able to wear Apple Watches out there, Luigi, what happens? First of all, you're throwing too many big words at me. Okay, now, because I don't understand them, I'm going to take it. He's still upset. Watch your mouth. Oh, wait, actually, dope. AJ can't hear the... The, the oh, line he can't that, hear it? Yeah, he can't no, hear No, he played yours. this out. Where was that from? That was, uh, that was from uh, the 40-year-old version. It's exactly. weird. The, the one line that your your tablet is on, uh, the callers can't call. The, can't, can't hear, hear that line. My phone went from 100% to 25%. 25%. Well, you got to plug back in? Plug us up. No, I'm not right even going to plug. I'm going to let it die. Whoa. Just like my hopes and dreams. I'm letting no, it die. I'm going to let it die. And then I'm going to reboot and start. That's it. By the way, AJ... Congratulations so far on being the leading bidder for this ball, my friend. It is a quality, quality item, Clark. It is beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful. Looking, looking forward to see how it turns out. Anyway, I know you, I'm up against it. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, I'm up against it all the time. Yeah. I've been thrown up against the wall by Mayor Bloomberg back in these stop and frisk days, but that's what happens. You ever been arrested? I was arrested at a mummer's parade when I was a kid. I was drinking. <laughs> Seriously, me and my, my best friend Buddy were, you know, back in the day when the mummer's parade was on Broad Street and Jim mm-hmm. Kenny was just a young punk with the rest of the young punks getting all liquored up and marching down Broad Street, and now all of a sudden he's a sanctimonious douchebag. Uh-huh. 
Uh, but I digress. We would go out and get some alcohol. We walked down the streets to make out with random chicks. Okay. That's what the Mummers Parade was a lot like for a lot of Back young, day. young, virile young men with the hormones raging. So the, let me the, let me picture this. So it was it was. Was it just you could walk up to anybody at any time, or was it specifically at midnight? No, during the parade. During the so parade. So you go out to the parade. Everybody's drinking, right? Nobody's getting arrested for having a flask. Nobody had flask. They just had the little fifth bottle. You know the little, what are the little bottles called, Luigi, that all the bums buy now? Nobody had a fifth of a bottle. No, nobody had a fifth Just the adults. Mm-hmm. And they had them, you know, with the, with the mummers. The and this was all into the comics. Because the string band guys and the fancy guys, they're not ha- carrying around booze. They're, they're getting to the parade. After the parade, they, they, they let loose. But it's, it's all the, the comics. Fa- yeah, the comics. The comic they're division. drinking from the, the But night it doesn't before. matter. But the, the fans River on Broad Street, back when it was a big deal, they all drank. And so guys knew that chicks would be wasted, and the chicks knew that guys would be wasted. And so everybody made out with everybody else. Back in the day before we didn't worry about coronaviruses or all of the other diseases, even though they were still around, somehow I managed never to get them, despite making out with random chicks year after year after year. And then one year, I was so wasted, I went up and tried to kiss a cop. Oh, I think I heard the front door. Shut the front door. Now open the front door. I actually made the mistake of walking up inebriated and wanted to kiss a police officer. Seriously? And then the po- I, was, I was breaking the law. Was it a female police no, officer? No, it was a male police officer, what proving that think? I had no phobias <laughs> at all about any kind of incidental male-to-male contact. So what happened was they saw I was drunk, I was underage, and they threw me in a meat wagon, as we used to call them. Oh, did they really? In the yeah. back of a car? The- so and they it- took my belt off, and they took me down to the police station. I wasn't booked or anything. They just let me sleep it off. And then when I woke up, they let me go. So that is my history of criminality. So you criminality. never actually went to jail? I was put in a cell. I went to jail, and I was put in a cell. Who was knocking on the door? Nobody. I could have sworn I heard the door. So anyway, yeah, bottom line is this. I got arrested for making out with a cop. I didn't really make out. I just tried to make out with a cop. And he and said, then they what the f- They weren't having any of it, so they threw me in a meat wagon, as we call it. They still call them meat wagons? I don't meat think so. Wagon. You know what a meat, you know yeah. what a meat oh, wagon yeah. is, right? I don't even think that. Do they even still have those? Yeah, kinds the police vans. Have the meats. And the, the police van it has the the seats that go along the side. Right? It wasn't Officer Susan. I don't know, Robin. I've never been in the I've back never, of a meat wagon. I've never been arrested. So, have you ever been arrested? Is that what they call a gay orgy? What? What? There's nothing wrong with that. There's anything wrong with that. I'm the meat wagon is called. the police ba- band. I know what it is. And Tony. they open the back and they throw your ass in there. Now, have you ever been arrested? Nowadays, they don't. Nowadays, been, they let everybody go. I've been in the back of a cop car, but left the cop car. I Did you kick out. the windows out? Were you on cops? No, no, no. There, there's more to this story. <laughs> yeah. You've been in the back. I was of in a cop car with a guy named Ogre Dave. Ogre Dave? Yeah. And he started smoking. A bu- All right, so a buddy, my, me and me and my buddy were underage drinking at his at his brother's twenty fifth <laughs> birthday party or whatever it was. Uh huh. Cops came the whole nine, and uh, we get taken downstairs. Now we're not in handcuffs; we just get thrown in the car. Right. So it's me and my buddy Steve, and we're sitting in the back of the car, and we're like, "Shit, man, we're going to jail. This sucks. We're gonna get arrested." Steve, I think, was eighteen at the time. I was sixteen, going on seventeen, and I'm in the middle of an anecdote here. I can't get up. So. All of a sudden, they throw in Ogre Dave. Now, Ogre Dave is about 40. <laughs> okay, dude. They throw Ogre Dave in the back of the car with us. He starts smoking. First of all, he was cuffed, Tony. Uh-huh. And how he got a cigarette out in his mouth and lit it while he was cuffed with his hands behind his back is still beyond That's me. That's talent right there. So he starts smoking, right? And we, we're banging on the door because he's smoking us out. And the cop goes, can you, you know, we told the cop, can you crack the window for us? 
So the cop cracked the window for us just enough. And Ogre Dave's like, you guys want to get out of here? And we're like, well, yeah. He said, because I'm, I'm going to jail, so fuck it. <laughs> so he reaches out Criminals. behind his back, Tony, and, un- un- and opens up the police door, and we just walk the hell out and see you later, man. Beautiful, man. Was that him? Is that Paul? It, yes, it is, ladies here? and gentlemen. God damn it. And I took my damn, right. uh, so I got, I was in the police, so I was thrown in the, they called them paddy wagons too, but I called it the meat wagon when I grew up. You know, because you were meat when they threw you in the paddy wagon. You were either drunk or dead meat. Or dead meat. Fresh meat, more like it. Tony. Exactly. And it wasn't a station wagon car. It was like a van, like an Econoline van. Yeah. They still have them. Yeah. They call them paddy wagons. Paddy wagons, yes. And then they call them meat. I call them meat wagons growing up. But I'm old school and an old fool. Anyway, that's, so the, cool. that's my criminal record. And for that, I have been forever stained as a criminal. Or as Frank Rizzo would say, you're a crumb bum creep. You're a creep, real creep coward. Crumb bum creep coward. I've never been arrested. You've never been arrested. Crumb creep coward. Thank you. Never been arrested, uh, but I have been in the back of the cop car. <laughs> well, who with has? a cop or? <laughs> well, it, it was funny because it was uh, uh, I was at a at an Oingo Boingo concert. Oingo. I just listened to Oingo Boingo yesterday. Oingo. Yeah, I was at an Oingo Boingo concert uh, in Orange County. San Bernardino, actually. Orange County, California, California. now, because there's an Orange County yes. in pretty much every state. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, when we got back, the car, my boyfriend's car had been uh, broken into, my purse was stolen, and they stole the battery of the car so we couldn't go anywhere. They stole the car battery? They stole the what car. What about the catalytic converter? That's a big deal and now. People big are ripping now. off catalytic converters they everywhere. They stole metal, the car battery, so we were stuck there. I didn't have any credit cards or anything like that that I could go buy one. My, um, um, I think my boyfriend didn't even have a credit card. And um, so we... Uh, we called the cops, and the cop that came over, he he said, "Tony, you're you're, it's still not on." Uh, I know I got to yeah. get it on the other. The, the cop that came over, I asked him. I said, "Hey, do you know my cousin? He works for the San Bernardino Police Department." Now, my cousin was a um, had he was a canine cop, and so they put the the other cop put me in the back of the car. So until my cousin came there, and when my cousin arrived, he saw me in the back of the car, and I saw his face just drop because I knew immediately what he was thinking. He was going, "Oh okay, shit!" Okay, a hell of a drug. Now I have to call. I have oh, to call my. Uh, yeah. He had to call my dad, thinking that I was being arrested, but I wasn't. So anyway, that I'll was. Give you a little taste of Oingo Boingo. More importantly, it's a dead man's party, Tony. It is a dead man's party. More importantly, this man right here came a long way to be I came in from New studio. York. <laughs> Is that a long way from here? Yes. He didn't walk. It's not no. like he walked. Walk. He's not like uh, Elf who walked through the Lincoln Tunnel. Right. You know, <laughs> he didn't make the I trek. Took, I took Amtrak. There'd be a better chance of getting on time if I walked. Wow. <laughs> did you take the Acela? No, I did not. Oh, yeah. Acela's a ripoff. I mean, I'm I love it. Cheap. It's a nice train. It goes a little bit faster. But here's the thing about the Acela. It's cheaper than going to peer. But here's the thing. The Acela is a great. I used to, when somebody, when I worked at ESPN and did Keith Olbermann's show every week, they would always put us on the Acela because the company was paying for it. Right. But you're not, if you're just doing it on your own, you're not dropping $100 to go one way to New York City. No. Because it doesn't go much faster. I mean, it goes faster. It's basically they're doing what they should be doing at the base price. Exactly. They're acting like they're doing you a favor now. Ladies and gentlemen, the man you are listening to and watching right now on Twitch.tv, the great comedian, voice of the fan, a Wall Street entrepreneur, a man who should be handling my... 401k right now. A man who went from Wall Street 
to Bleecker Street, <laughs> wherever the comedy clubs are. That's perfect. That's a, yeah. Paul Mercurio, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. <laughs> now we had we had you on the show a few years ago, man. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could have that applause when I walk into my bedroom. Well, I can get I can arrange that for you. You know <laughs> what I mean? I could we can put a little I'll put a little speaker in there, Please. and then you tell me what time to hit it. <laughs> And then I'll hit it electronically, and you know you can do all that stuff now, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to get that hooked up as soon as I'm out of It's very here. easy now. Technology can, is great. You can download Tony Soundboard onto your exactly. phone, and you can just oh, you play can. all of Yeah, all just get stuff. an iPad and put all the sounds in, and then put it right next to the bed. Right. And then when you know, when or you know. love making. <laughs> exactly. Wow, 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 wow. Or if, you know, if you're with a Latina woman, who I obviously have a fondness for, you can hear this. Exactly. Okay, I'm too distracted to talk right yeah. now. I'm going to have to go in the bathroom and take care of some No, business. no, don't do that. <laughs> so now, ladies and gentlemen, you've done so much stuff. So this is a true story because we talked about this before. Because people wonder where comics do. You know, what do they do? You don't grow up to be a comedian. You're not born a comedian. You know, I've never been a comedian because I couldn't remember routines. But I you're can funny. come. You're I, yeah, but I can do top of mind quick stuff. Right. But I could never have a prepared routine. Yeah. I would forget in the middle. I would, like, blow the joke. You know what I mean? Well, I, does take, it all the time. I, take, notes, I take notes on stage with me because I don't, do, I don't do a set order, and I like to talk to the audience. So right. I have to look down and go, oh, yeah, I want to do that joke about a football or whatever. So I, I understand that kind of. It's freeing to not have to be locked into, like, I got to do A, B, and C, you know? So the fo- speaking of football, that's the one we had. At, we were at the Super Bowl for oh. 10 days, and all of our guests signed the ball. And now – uh, we gave it away to one of our wits, uh, one of our lucky listeners who follows us on our Twitch channel, and they said, "I don't want the football. Let's put it up for charity." Nice. And the charity is St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, and we love doing kids-related stuff. St. Jude's, uh, Shriners Hospital for Kids, Children's Hospital, Make a Wish, all of these great organizations. So we pick and choose. The gentleman wanted to give it to St. Jude's, so it's up to a thousand dollars to bid on this. Wow! And we're going to close the auction tomorrow. That's amazing. And so I bought the football for forty bucks. I'm even enclosing my forty dollar, forty five dollar glass case. I'm throwing in at no additional charge, and I'm not even getting a tax write off of this. <laughs> That's how benevolent I am. If I sign it, it'll drop the price. Well, we can put you on there. You want to get on there? No, I would like to, it. but I don't want to. You know, I don't. Yeah, wanna, I didn't uh, sign it either. I don't want the value to go down. <laughs> now, Paul, you're in Philly. You're going to do. Uh, I'm at the Punchline. Punchline Comedy Club, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yeah. right? Now, you're doing two shows Friday and Saturday? Two shows. i got five shows total, 7.30 wow. and 9.45 Friday and Saturday, and 7.30 on Sunday. So, yeah, four, uh, hey, it's Valentine's Day. Come on out. Exactly. Nothing I'm not here, better. I'm not here with my wife. That's how I celebrate Valentine's Day. So, yeah, so Day. what does your wife think when you're on, fr- on Valentine's night, which is Friday night, tomorrow night, you're going to be in a comedy club in Philadelphia <laughs> while your wife thought. is in New York. She's not. In, now you're both from Providence, Rhode Island, right? Yeah, so we you grew met up in together. Providence. Yeah, we met, we we met in high school, and so she's Aww. like, yeah, huh? Don't you want to sleep with yeah. me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really want that woman in my bedroom. Uh, we yeah, we dated actually. We dated uh, for almost 15 years before we got married. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Actually, that was probably a smart thing because it, you you got over the bridge of where most people get divorced if they get married. Yeah, young. exactly. Yeah, well, she proposed finally. Um, I, yeah, I, and I can't tell you her like exact words because I get really emotional. But they ended with or get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Wow. I think I've used that phrase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I was a senior. She was knocked out with a roofie. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or as we call it, a Bill Cosby. I have, um, my, I have rim shots yeah, here, too, you to help if you no, need So that. anyway, yeah, so she, you know, when you're together that long, like, you, look, she says it's better when I'm not home. We have my wife, we have a kid, we have a dog, and they have a routine, and then when I show up, me being Italian, I'm going a million miles an hour. The hands are going. What, you're Italian? I'm, I'm 100%. <laughs> well, she's a wasp, a white Anglo-Saxon oh, Protestant. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a Mayflower. Like So they don't emote. They just like they wear like drop of a hat, pass the salt. What did you mean by that? But yeah, she's exactly. like, like they, the wasps don't. They just like they drink martini, smoke, and get divorced. Like that's what they exactly. do. And so, in fact. One of the first dates we had, like we dated, we went to movies a couple of times. You know, we were we were in high school, and then I took her over to this family Sunday Italian dinner, the big Sunday. Oh, the big oh yeah, you know, like in the basement with the naughty pine and everybody smoking cigars and cigarettes, and and there's like a, you know 14 pounds of pasta and bread, and she comes and you know, this and that and whatever, and then as we leave, she goes, uh, I go, how was it? She goes, oh, I had a good time. She goes, but everybody, why was everybody so mad at each other? I go, what do you mean? She goes, everybody was yelling at each other. I go. Then we weren't yelling. That's how we talk. Exactly. That's like, what Robin said. Exactly. The same first time I took the her here to Philly time. to meet the family. Well, well, first, when I first met Tony, I, I was a little intimidated because I'm like, why, why, why is he? He gets mad so easily. <laughs> and um, But we were just starting to work together. And so I thought, you know, I mean, you know, these Hollywood people, these, they, they're. I'm not they, a Hollywood person. Well, but I mean, you were at the time. I'm a Venice and, person. Yeah. I'm more laid back. You are and so, so Hollywood. You know, I, I didn't. I was like, you know, they're, they're, they tend to be divas. So, you know, I'm yeah. like, a, whatever. So then I went to Philly and I met, met all of his family. I went, oh, yeah. they're all like yeah. this. It's like, it's, it's completely. Oh. And my, my, one of my cousins, he still is, he runs numbers for the mob in Rhode Island. So he never wanted to work. And my cousin Bobby. Does like, he have an opening? Luigi's looking for work right <laughs> now. I did. Really? I did. Well, first collection. of all, you got to wear really tight pants to work with my cousin Bobby because <laughs> he has these really tight pants and he stands on a street corner in front of the social club, like, how you doing? How you doing? Like, he's got a live snake in his pants. Uh-huh. The legs are always moving. <laughs> and he's always got a scam. He's always got a thing. He's always got a, like, uh, I was, I remember I was like pumping gas to make money, like in, uh, in college. And he comes to the gas station one day and in the trunk of his car, he was selling suits, ratchets, and car alarms. Wow. Car alarms he stole out of other people's cars. <laughs> so you know they work. Yeah, exactly. You know? As he moved up to the catalytic converter thing now. That's the big story now. Yeah. People are stealing I catalytic know. converters that's, that's off of cars. That's been happening since the beginning yeah, of Yeah, but time. it's now a big no, thing. You, like- I just got rid of an old Lexus, right? And I went to a, I called the salvage yard, and he goes, does it have a catalytic, the original catalytic <laughs> converter? I'm like, I don't, I think so. He goes, so those are worth, I had no idea yeah. what Apparently there's about. precious metals inside, yes, right? It's pl- right, uh, exactly. What's platinum, in what kind? Right? What do you got? Gold, silver, no, 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 frankincense, myrrh? What's in there? <laughs> what the hell is what kind of precious platinum, metals are in a counter? Platinum, platinum, platinum chains platinum. with diamonds on them? This is platinum. I, I think it's platinum and and I know somebody. We we were at a store, came back out, and car wouldn't start. Open the everything yeah. looks normal. You don't realize it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we saw something dripping or there was something underneath the car. We look under and there's like a couple of wires hanging loose. Call the cops. Yeah. Turns out, yeah, the, the catalytic converter was stolen and it was maybe it took them maybe five minutes. You know, it did it. My cousin Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> he, had this, he had this other thing going, right? So my mother has a furniture store, okay, in Rhode Island where I grew up, and um, you and grew up in it, Providence, P Town, as Providence, we call it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Providence Town is P Town. Pro- yeah, Providence is yeah, Providence. Providence is Providence, and uh, and they have. Uh, the, I'll let you take a look. So, so they basically, you know, well, my mother's just turned ninety three. 
and she's still running her store. She's 92. Wow, my mom's 95. Yeah. So it's about a t- these old school Italian yeah. moms. It's they, unbelievable. My mother she will not, together, man. Yeah, yeah, she will not go down either. We try everything. <laughs> Sour milk. We, oh, we trip oh, her. Come on, we, man. She bounces back like a little Italian weeble. No, she's out of her mind. I can't. You can't. First of all, she does. You, I don't know if your mom, this generation, grew up in the Depression, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my mother, and she's, she's got money. She's running her own store. She's 93. She's four feet now. She's down to this high. I take her around in a Sherpa bag. She keeps shrinking. And I basically had, so I basically had, uh, you know, growing up to have to work in this business. And my mother will go through people's garbage on Sunday nights looking for good garbage because they put the trash cans right. in. Not food, stuff that's broken. And then oh, she brings it to Mario yes. and he has to yes. fix it. Yeah. And she has a hearing aid and she found it in the garbage and it whistles like all the time. So it's like a lot of... Wow. <laughs> no, because people do it. You know, Luigi, has, he loves this stuff because, you know, talking about, I could fix that. I could build that. Yeah. Yeah, Tony's mom has a basement full of stuff. Like there's a there's a dinette set. That yeah. somebody put out on the curb. Yeah, exactly. And, she, and, and they say, hey, I may be able to use this one. Yeah, day, and then know? she makes you do lookout. Like yeah. I would have to drive around on a Sunday night, and she in her house dressing curlers one night with her hearing aids whistling, like a pack of dogs are attracted to her, and she stands <laughs> in the middle of the street with a clock going, I can't believe these people threw this clock yes. out. They're crazy. I'm like, they're crazy. They're, I'm lookout for Mrs. Sanford and Son over here, and they're crazy. Growing up was the only time I spent time with my father i swear to god man, we were going out on trash night no. exactly it's the whole the whole thing is just like it's just like she won't well use filing cabinets in her business because she doesn't want to spend the money so she puts all of her bills and files in styrofoam coolers because they're <laughs> no like i swear to god and then she writes like bills to pay gas pay. right yeah and when she gets audited, it looks like she's going on a picnic it's like ridiculous and so <laughs> you can get some of those styrofoam for like a buck a in a buck. dollar store she the smart. styrofoam ones she for a dollar never thought yeah. of that that's actually a really great use for those suckers now they're still living up in rhode island right? my brother my sister my mother right so my brother calls me like two weeks goes hey uh it was just at the end of the summer it was like august he goes uh paulie uh we gotta have my. They all, everybody calls me Paulie in the family. We gotta have uh, mommy's car fumigated. I go, why? He goes, well, apparently my mother, she had having her, some of her girlfriends over, so she went. and She bought like cold cuts and everything else. The gudagi, the gabagol, yeah, the gabagol, uh, the baringa, you know, the sausage, yes. and then she got cheese, you know, like blue cheese, provolone cheese, oh, strong cheese. Love it. So then she goes to like the Walmart, and she's very forgetful and flighty. My mother, so she locks the car and she puts the cheese under the front seat of the car. And then goes, does her thing, has her friends. And, like, for three days, it sits in the car. She forgot it was there. Was it from under cheese it, by any chance? It, it, it uh, oh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. There you go. And she basically <laughs> and so, um, and so it's, it baked in the sun for three days and oh. stunk up the car. And when I said to her, why did you put the cheese under the front seat of the car? And I'm quoting now. She went, I didn't want people to steal the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> smart. That's but smart. you know what? Wasn't it better then? It had more, it had it more, had more of a bouquet. Yeah, exactly. In Italian, we would say, ma che Now, is your mother old, from Italy? Uh, no, first generation here. Her wow. parents were born in Italy. See, yeah. my mother was born in Italy, so oh. she still speaks in Italian Cecilia. to me. Yeah, my mother from, can speak Italian, but she wasn't born there. Yep. Yeah, my mother still speaks to me in Italian now, to this day. <laughs> Yeah, she says that every once in a while. <laughs> no, my mom doesn't like that. She doesn't like cursing to this day, even if I say, like, shit. She doesn't like that. Oh, yeah. I said the F word in front of yeah, her. Yeah, Robin never curses. And she curses. And when she gets in front of my mother, she curses like a sailor. 
I, does Sailor I, I still said, curse, by the way? I thought I was going to get my mouth Every washed morning, out with soap. I, I felt Rob so and I'd bad. look at her and say, <laughs> does she give you the eyes? The oh, the eye? yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Did she put the spell yeah. on you? The, I, uh, what kind of bouton did you hook hey, up with here? Who's this zingra over here? You couldn't bring a nice Italian girl home. Pashkiva, questa qua, pashkiva. Medigan, she's a medigan. So the whole thing is. Spits at her. You got to spit at her. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. I don't have a son. I don't have a son. <laughs> so she and she really like sort of does things her way, and you're not gonna. You, you're no, just you not can't change it, right? You know, yeah. it's just become. And so my and my father, you know, he passed away because uh, he just needed to get out of the marriage, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he really. They, <laughs> Like they probably should, they just yelled all the time at each other. Exactly. They probably should have just gotten divorced, but that generation doesn't do no, that. No, they didn't. My and mom, I lost my my mom was thirty seven years old. My dad was thirty nine when he died. Wow. My mother up, never wow. remarried. This is nineteen sixty. She would still be wearing all black. If, yes. Yeah. If I mean that generation. You know, oh. nowadays yeah. somebody gets divorced or somebody dies, the next day they're hooking up. <laughs> yeah, they're on. Exactly. They're on Tinder. They're on Tinder <laughs> right away. Yeah. Hey. I need some action here. I've been uh, recently recently separated, mother yeah, of two. Exactly. I know he's gone, but come on, <laughs> exactly. come on. Do you wear a size forty two regular? Because I have a lot of suits that I'm not using. Exactly. My father died. We had the uh, open casket funeral, of course, yeah. right. which I I don't why the Italians have to do that. So and it's a week. It's a week. it's like you go for a week. How many nights can you go in a row? Exactly. You know, and then right. it's, so every night right. you go right. there and you cry, and people are wailing, and my mother would be wailing out loud yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and you're just like I. I didn't really like this guy that much to spend a week caring about, right? So I basically, so my cousin Bobby, this reminded me of this story. So we have the funeral, right? And this is how Bobby decides to come dress. You know, you go to a funeral, you pay your respects. You're in black, blues, subdued colors. Right. I'm standing in the receiving line next to my dead father, open casket, and I see an orange dot coming at me. And it's Bobby in a fluorescent orange silk shirt, (laughs) unbuttoned with gold chains, and a white pant leather belt and white slacks. Oh. And all I'm thinking is, like, this is a creamsicle with chest hair. That's all it is, right? <laughs> and then he had white mesh loafers on and no socks. So it was, it was a vacation? Summer. Exactly. And he put powder on his feet because it was a summer. He wanted to keep him dry. But he put because he overdoes everything, he put too much powder on his feet. So every time he'd step toward the casket, puffs of white smoke were coming out of the tops of his shoes. <laughs> like and Luigi does that all the time when he runs. It's like LeBron James showing up at the funeral. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, it's like Paul somebody Mercurio. nominated a pope. It's no like disrespect, great... but I would have loved to be there to see that. I mean, seriously. <laughs> now, we know a lot of people do things, I mean, start out in one job and, you know, they, they think they love it. Mm-hmm. And it's a good job, by the way. It's not a shit job. No. Not like me, basically. So you started out as a lawyer and working on Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. And then you said, screw that. Yeah. I want to be a comedian. I want to be with How Tony How do you make Bruno the transition from show. Wall Street to uh, Broad Street. <laughs> I basically, I, I didn't plan on it. You know, like I said, I grew up in Rhode Island. I went to law school in D.C. and I ended up in New York and I was doing uh, corporate deals, M&A deals, like Virgin Acquisitions, which is what I wanted to do. I wanted to do corporate law. And I started writing jokes as a hobby. I don't know why I was writing jokes. I always loved watching comedians as a kid. I would like beg my mother, can I stay up? And then I uh, got to go to uh, private function. Jay Leno was the entertainment uh, that night. And uh, I went up to him and I had like a whole bunch of papers and I go, I don't know if you need jokes, but um, I'm never going to use these. And you can have them and use them if you want on The Tonight Show or whatever. And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he really does talk like they're letting helium out of a balloon. I was like, <laughs> Right? And when you talk to him, you just want to go, can you breathe a little bit, please? And he took them, and then a couple of days later, my phone rings, and this actually happened. And I was like, it's Jay Leno. It's Paul there. Now, 
I thought now what are the chances that Jay Leno's gonna call you, right? Right. So I don't believe it's Jay Leno. I actually think it's my friend David who can do like impressions, not for just for fun. And he was and I told him I met Jay Leno, so I thought it was there. I go, Yeah, really funny. David goes, No really, it's Jay Leno. I go, Yeah, right. He goes, No really. And I actually said to Jay Leno, You do a lousy Jay Leno. Right? Oh wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and he goes, I think I do a pretty good me. I go, It's the worst Jay Leno ever. And then I'm like, Oh my god, it's Jay Leno. And he goes, I'm, I read your jokes, and I need jokes for the Tonight Show monologue, so I'm going to hire you. I'll pay you 50 bucks a joke, and if I use something, I'll pay you. And, he, and then he goes, uh, we're about to hang up. He goes, what do you do for a living, by the way? I go, I'm a lawyer. He goes, I knew it. I go, why? He goes, you write like a lawyer. You're too wordy. He goes, you're, writing, you're not writing a contract. You're writing a joke. Get to it already. And then three, four days later, he called me, and he says, I'm going to do one of your jokes on the Tonight Show. And he did it on the Tonight Show that night. I got a bottle of champagne, and it just blew my head off my shoulders. He paid me 50 bucks for this joke. So here's a middle-class Italian kid from Rhode Island working on these big corporate Wall Street deals, and this little joke just, boom, my head just went. And then I just became obsessed with writing jokes, and I was going to deal meetings with two notebooks. One was for the deal, and one was for notes, and I uh, jokes, and I wasn't taking any deal notes. I was taking joke notes, and then I had to recreate the minutes of the meeting, and I had no idea what would happen, and people were like, well, you were just in the meeting. How do you not know what happened? And then I started to live a secret double life where I would sneak out of work on a dinner break, and I'd go to dive bars around New York City working open mic nights. Wow, now, that's what incredible. year was this? This was, um, this was early 2000s, and so... This was, no, I'm sorry, late 19, uh, 1997, 98, 97. I would love to hear the conversation with you and your wife. (laughs) Oh, oh, when I told my mother, I think I want to leave Wall Street to be a comedian, she looked at me and goes, that better be your first joke. Yeah, I was going to ask a joke right there. <laughs> so that you write, you've written for a lot of not I mean obviously you do your own stuff yeah. but then you've written for a lot of uh, comics. Yeah, well right? I work I worked on the Daily Show as a writer and a performer for quite a while. Then I worked on the uh, Colbert Report. I work on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert now, but not as a writer, more like just sort of contributor. I do the audience warm up. I do on air mm-hmm. stuff and um, and I'm pretty much doing all my own stuff. But the but the whole thing with with Leno, it was like I was having a nervous breakdown because I I became obsessed and I was going out as much as I could. But I was going to dive bars like I hear I like so I would get in a car and I would take my suit coat off to try to look downtown because I had like a two thousand dollar suit. On. <laughs> I was going to places called downtown Beirut Two. Two. No way, really? Yeah, they were either franchising these shitholes. <laughs> I hear falafel's great, though. It's yeah, great exactly. falafel. Great falafel. <laughs> or maybe somebody blew up one. I don't know. Oh. And they were dealing, like, drugs out of there. They had a hooker that would – she would work out of there, and she would give you notes on your joke. She'd go, like, how come you're not doing that joke anymore about the cab? And the, I think it just needs a little – I'm like, okay, first of all, get off your knees when you talk to me. And secondly <laughs> – and she really did give me notes on my joke. And they were selling drugs out of there, and there was a sign on the men's room door that said, the toilet seats only to be used to go to the bathroom, not to cut Coke. Thank you, the management. Wow. Said, you, the management. That's a and great that, establishment. Exactly. And I would go, and I would sneak in, and I'd do five minutes, and then I'd go back. And and then I get in trouble because I was supposed to be going like an hour and I was going like two, two, three, four hours. And that became my life to the point where like I either got to do this full time or I'm going to I'm going to lose my mind or stop doing it. And then I just decided I got to, you know, go for it. Otherwise, you know, but like I had a guy one on one night and there was like a I, I go I'm waiting to go on stage and there's a guy on stage, a folk singer before me playing Blowing in the Wind like badly. Like, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> So all Can you sudden, do blow it in the wind good? Exactly. Or well? Yeah, right, exactly. Right. Anything is above what it is by Dylan, right? So there's a, there's a scuffle at the pool table, and one guy runs out of the bar, and another guy grabs the side of his neck, and he starts screaming, he cut me, man, he cut me. And it was a drug deal gone bad. Wow. And he cut him across the side of the neck, and blood starts like coming out of his neck. And he, but he's drunk. But he's like, 
like, oh, you got me. And his girlfriend's like, oh, my God, look at my friend. He got me, man. Oh, my God, screaming. And the guy, the answer, my friend. The guy just keeps playing. Another face. This is all true. So now I think, okay, the show's over, right? So I get up and I start to walk to the door. My back is to the stage and I hear this. All right, your next act. You guys ready for some comedy? Right? <laughs> this guy's wandering around with, like, bloody napkins. His girlfriend's crying. The cops are there. So I say, nice to be here at downtown Beirut, too. I always wanted to follow a slashing. <laughs> Thank you. I thought yes. that was a pretty good line. Yes. Thank you. Oh, like that. you know, I and, like it. And, and, I like it. And the it's guy, topical. Right, and the guy hears me say slashing who got cut, and he goes, hey, you making fun of me? I don't need to take any crap from you. And he takes all these bloody napkins, and he throws them <gasps> at me, and they stick to my shirt. No way. Big, right here, right on my rib cage, right? Now, the, the stubborn Italian to me is like, screw this guy. I'm staying up here. I'm a, and I keep going and going. I'm gonna, I'm in my mind, I'm going to stay up here until this guy passes out from blood loss, right? <laughs> and I'm going, and then he turns back. And nobody's paying attention. The cops are taking a report. He's bleeding. The girlfriend's crying. And he comes back to me, and he goes, hey, what are you doing anyway? I go, I'm trying to tell jokes. He goes, oh, yeah, I like jokes. He turns back to the audience. He goes, hey, everybody, shut the hell up. This guy's trying to tell jokes. And the whole place shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks, guy. <laughs> End of story. I go back to the firm. I'm supposed to be gone an hour. It's going three hours. I walk in. Now, I turned into a 12-year-old and think, oh, I'm going to just hide this. I'm going to walk around with a file folder, like up against my rib cage for yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah. night. No one's going to notice, right? Well, I walk into a conference room. You know when you're 12, you think you're going to keep something for your parents and they know in yeah. a minute? Like, that's what yeah. happened. Right? I walk in this conference room. There's like 20 lawyers, bankers, senior partner, never there past like 6 o'clock. It's midnight. I walk in. My foot hits the carpet. He goes, where have you been? Why do you have a blood stain on your shirt? <laughs> and now I don't know what to say, right? Because yeah. I've been keeping this a secret. And all of a sudden, another lawyer goes, what kind of shirt is that? I go, it's a Brooks Brothers shirt. Why? He goes, I know how to get blood out of a Brooks Brothers shirt. Because <laughs> <laughs> club soda and lemon juice. Another guy goes, no, Armani, that's the shirt you want when you get blood. I'm like, are you guys remaking American Psycho in your <laughs> spare time? <laughs> and I just walked out of the room. And that, came, and that's, that became my life for like two years. And then wow. I decided to do it full time. Now, I just really quick, there's, there's tons of people tuning in on the Twitch channel. and I remember uh, Red Eye. I mean, a lot yes. of the stuff yeah. that you've done. Red O&A, um, O&A. Paul was O&A. awesome on O&A. Ask him how that ended. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> First off, Paul Mercurio, Red Eye. Um, I awesome. miss Red Eye. Yeah, you know, I whoever wrote, the, I miss Red Eye too. The the original Red Eye was, uh, you know, there was obviously Greg and Bill Schultz and uh, Levy would do the halftime report, which was I thought one of the most inventive segments mm-hmm. on TV. Oh yeah, nobody else was doing it, and then they stopped doing it, and then. Bill kind of moved on, and Bill was really underrated on that show because to be a good co-host is to know when to jump in to help, but more importantly, to not jump in and leave it alone. And we had a great time on that show, and then, yeah, and then, uh, so I really missed doing that show. And then ONA was, you know, uh, the whole yeah. church thing. <laughs> yeah, apparently no, actually, nobody has a sense of humor about their church anymore. That is anymore. actually a, a question that was up higher on the chat room. Yeah. Um, h- as a comedian, yeah. how do you feel and how do you deal with this PC world? Oh, it's ridiculous. You have to push back. I, I think that's the comedian's job to push back. And especially if you're a white male, everybody's sort of uh, trying to sort of put you in situations or create situations that don't exist. I think part of it's all tied in, I think, to social media. Everybody has an opinion about everything all the time, right. so you think you can express it. And people are just on the lookout. Like, my wife and I are walking our dog in a park near our neighborhood, and it's a law where we live. You have to have your dog on a leash after 9 a.m. We did. There's a guy whose dog's not on a leash, really b- big, scary dog, scaring people. Okay. And my wife goes, uh, uh, sir, your dog's scaring people. It really should be on a leash. Just like that. Nothing more. Latino guy. And he goes like this. He goes, why? Because it's a pit bull? Like, trying to imply that we were white racist toward pit bulls or something? <laughs> 
I'm like, no, because it's got a baby in its mouth. That's why. Right, exactly. Okay? Because right, exactly. <laughs> it, it has tattoos and it's smoking Chesterfields, okay? And, and But there's no fun in life no. anymore. Like every Halloween, every Halloween, and maybe you guys too or your kids, my parents dressed me as a hobo. Every Halloween. Oh, the bum. The bum was yeah. a great costume. Oh, yeah. 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 Bum, right? Great costume. You know, well, you know, people would write letters now because you can't do that because it's know. insensitive because a hobo is a homeless person. And if you think about it, our parents dressed us as homeless people and sent us out onto the streets at night <laughs> to collect free food in front of real homeless people. <laughs> and it sucked. I never got candy. Every house, baked beans and a harmonica. That was it. Did you have a stick with a little thing the on little, it? Yeah. One time I actually did. And, and this is because daddy's old clothes. Yeah. Right, right. You don't have time here and they put some like shoe polish yep, on so yep. you, look, you had a beard and they said yeah and the amazing thing when i was a kid emmett kelly was like oh he was oh, so cool yeah. it was the hobo he was the yeah. guy yeah, yeah. but hobos now are making like low six figures oh i know that. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. oh in new york they're raking it in it's incredible <laughs> i call them bums where i come <laughs> yeah, from exactly you know we used to call them bums. bums right now you can't call people bums you can't say you also everybody they want to pretend like everybody's the same everything's got to be even stereotypes don't apply and they do my wife is a wasp i am italian i am loud she's not we don't want to be the same. And also, everybody wants everything to be even all the time and fair, even adults. So I'm doing a one-man show in New York on Broadway where I bring people on stage and they tell stories from their lives. I just break – just based on my stand-up. What so I you're do still my, doing that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a one-man show, yeah, and that's got to be hard. you got to bring me up there, Paul. i got a lot of yeah, stories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, everybody does. Permission to Speak is the name of the show, and the stories have been incredible. And people go, well, are those people plans? How does it always work out? I go, no, I just – everybody truly has a story, and if you make them feel comfortable and you don't compromise them and you just try to have fun with them, you'll get a story. So – uh, I'm talking to the people in the audience, and it's complete improv, right? So this is what I'm talking about, how, like, PC, and everybody's on guard to catch you, right? So this woman comes up to me after the show. This is like a 50-year-old woman. She goes, um, I really liked your show. And when the voice goes up, you know there's a, there's a butt coming, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? She goes, but I noticed you talk to the men a little bit longer than you talk to the women, and it would be nice if you could talk to them an equal amount of time. And I said... This is why I talk to men more than I do women, okay? <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fu- that was a proper joke at that moment. Did she have a stopwatch? Was she, like, timing no, but that and charting have, it? That joke could have been reversed easily. Yeah. You could have easily made it. That's why I talk to women more than I talk yeah, to men. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the thing, and I said to her, you're being inappropriate. And she went, what? I go, you're being inappropriate, and you owe me an apology. <laughs> she goes, what? I go, look. First of all, do you know how hard it is for an hour and a half to randomly pick people out of an audience and make a show out of it? Okay, secondly, you have a right to an opinion. You don't have a right to express it to me if it's not based in reality because, look, the fact of the matter is this is an improv. She goes, but. I go, there's no but. You owe me an apology. I go, it doesn't work that way. I can't go on stage and worry about everybody in the world. I got to talk to a woman. I got to talk to a man. I got to talk to a transgender gerbil. I got to talk to a – it doesn't work like that, right? So she goes, well, I go, you owe me an apology. And then her friend came out and started talking. She started, I go, look, I don't want to hear it from you. I put my hand up. You're gone too. And my son's pulling me away now, right? And I said, it doesn't work like this. Dad. You need, yeah, exactly. Because I can't, I think you have to say something or stuff doesn't change. So I confront people when they're jerks and I say something. And I go, what you thought was going to happen, man, was you in your head were going to say, I'm going to talk to him and tell him that I didn't like what he did. And as a man, you're going to back off because of the Me Too movement, which I support. And you're going to go, and Paul's going to go, oh, I'm so sorry, miss. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of women. You're my, so my, right. My, my wife has right. a vagina. Here's some money. Fan. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. My, my wife has a vagina. <laughs> <big> Apparently, <laughs> I came through my mom's from what I've been told. I right. don't know, you know. And uh, and so, I, and then we just parted company. And I think you have to push back. Otherwise, that nonsense continues. Like, now they want to have in colleges for kids, they want to have what they call safe space. Not Ugh. physical space, but like with Drives a conversation 
doesn't offend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's the opposite. You don't offend to offend, but you can't protect them. Because when they get out into the real world mm-hmm. at 21, they're going to get eaten alive. It's the opposite. You have to have a core curriculum to get them ready. A level 101 course that I want to teach is arguing with customer service. Like, that should be a course <laughs> yeah, exactly. right Exactly. <laughs> well, Luigi, right, is out of work. He calls the unemployment office in Pennsylvania, was on the phone for two hours on hold. Oh, and then when they answered the phone, the call was over within a minute. minute and, four and they didn't answer his question. And they didn't even answer my question. And, within a, and probably had an attitude. No, no, no. She was, she was nice. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Well, now the whole thing, it's like, it's little things. Like bag. Like, they're they just passing along New York. Now you can't have a plastic bag. And this, you ask for a bag, and it's like you just shot somebody in the head. Yeah. I, I had eight items on the express lane belt, and I had to negotiate with this guy. He goes, you want a bag for those? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you do? And my wife's like, do you always have to confront? I'm like, yeah, I think you do, because these jerks are going to run the world. And she goes, <laughs> and now yeah, because they're assholes. And he goes, so I go, I don't know, am I allowed to swear? Yes, I, yeah, you, you can say, say whatever you want. Oh, fucking great. Oh, no, um, no, we don't have to go. You can say that. But if it's natural. If it's natural. I'm, 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 I'm kidding. So, uh, so basically, I said to the guy, yeah, I'd like a bag. And he goes, you do? And he looked at me like I had two heads. And I go, yes. And he goes, you do? I go, Yes. He goes, you want a bag? I go, it's eight items. He goes, you want a bag? I go, it's eight loose items. I go, you know what? Forget the bag. Give me a live octopus. He'll carry it all home. Okay. (laughs) I had the same thing happen to me in Acme, too. And I'm I'm not even kidding. The Acme right down here on Pash Yonk. I went in there, and I had... I had 14 pounds of chicken I bought in bulk. It was like, buy one, get one, right? 14, so 14 pounds, pounds of chicken? 14 chicken? pounds of chicken, which is like seven, eight packages of chicken. Do you have pet alligators? What no. are you doing with all that chicken? I eat feeding? it during the week. So anyway. <laughs> That's so how I, do you think he fits in a medium so I got well. 14, <laughs> pa- 14 pounds of chicken, right? 14 pounds of chicken. I put it on the top of the table. And as soon as I'm done with the transaction, he didn't, I watched. He didn't put anything in a bag. I paid for everything. He hands me a receipt. He goes, have a nice day. I'm like, may I have a bag, please? He goes, you need a bag? I'm like. I'm going to put it in my fucking pockets. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with all this chicken? <laughs> exactly. I had to fight for a bag. I'm going to exactly. eat it right here. Exactly. Or then give, me, the other, give me a grill. I'll right, get rid of it right, right now. Exactly. And then the other thing they do is they want you to do the, the you could self-checkout because now they just yes. pass yeah, exactly. yeah, I love the self-checkout. Yeah. Well, what I do is I, I, I just say to them, I'll self-checkout, but you're going to have to give me the employee discount code. He goes, why, are you an employee? I go, apparently I am now. <laughs> but the problem is these stores, Walmart, supermarkets, they don't want to pay people to be exactly. they don't want to pay people to have lines open. Exactly. So they only have two lines open. There's 50 people in line and that's why they had to create these uh, self-checkout yeah, lines. Well, it happened and now when I go into like a Home Depot and they don't have a self-checkout, I get pissed off. Yeah, well, you, well, there's a guy with 72 two and I used to be that guy, but I would always go to the when we did this. By the way, what do you think of the uh, it's Robin and I when Luigi we did it's this whole thing? Beautiful. This, this was like, a this was a moldy, dusty, nasty I, I paneled like, Tony, stain. Tony like, is Italian after all. He knows how <laughs> To do all of this. You did this by hand? Everything. You see what's buried underneath. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should see. No, I, like the wo- I used like to the have wood. another intern. Yeah, those are really all nice. wine boxes from our friend Ed Nast, who works for the State Liquor yeah. Control Board. I like the Robin stained things. them all. Everything here we did. Everything. Like bathrooms and, are, and your t- bathroom's got that seat that cleans itself. The bidet. Yeah, that's the bidet. bidet. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Because it uh, washes your ass, oh, everything, your my balls, God. whatever yeah. you need. I married it. I like it. It literally blows you. Did you use it? You. Did you push the water to go up and yeah. then you can I, I pushed it, but I was looking at it and I saw it come up. I'm like, whoa, I got to come back later. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but but the whole, like, the whole, you even mentioned Home Depot. It's, listen, I go there. It's, I've spent, I think if I added it up, like six years of my life wandering around Home Depot trying to buy, find stuff. Because nobody yeah. knows, it's a retirement home for carpenters and plumbers yes, and electricians. you're exactly right. Absolutely. They and have that people. smock with their name. They're good people, but they have their smock with the name. It's not so that you know the name, it's so that they remember who they are. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but When's if, Joe Biden going to be there? That's what oh I want to know. Oh, my God, exactly. 
And if you do work there, please just stay in your own damn department. Like, just yes. like, you go into the department, and Robert's supposed to be in signing, but he's in paints. He doesn't know shit about paints. Just stay. <laughs> You're absolutely right. They, and again, I don't blame the people. No, they should just have cameras in the ceiling like Vegas. So when these people wander, you can just yell like, Robert, get out of paint. Go back into siding. You know I mean? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. You know, you put, you put electric collars on. Put shock collars on. Shock. Electric fence the whole Home Depot for the people that work there. It's not a bad idea. They wander down the wrong aisle. <laughs> Well, Robin and I have our own bags. I mean, we sometimes we go on and get a you know half a gallon of milk. You just get a plastic bag or a yeah. paper bag. Yeah. But we have the bag. We have the refrigerated bag. You know, which is zip up. Oh, you yeah. Like if I you're buying ice cream or yeah. or milk, yeah. and you know you're in Jersey and you want to have the thing sitting yeah. in a hot car, yeah. and you zip it up and it keeps it cool for a little right. while. You don't want diseases in that stuff. No. But we don't have like 50 bags. Yeah. But when we lived in L.A., you know, and you know, in L.A. They, they don't even offer you no. bags. They you don't even to, offer you well, bags. Well, you have to pay. You have to pay. If you want one of their plastic bags, right. you have to pay for it. I think it's 25 cents for a bag. Is it 25 cents now? I think it's gone yeah. up, yeah. Yeah, and the whole thing is like, you know, um, and you mentioned the Home Depot line. Like, I was, they were, there were 11, there's 11 registers where I was at this one, and one self-checkout was open, and one other register was open and there was a line like 50 miles long and I snapped and I and the guy's just standing there going nah, and he's wa- waving you to right. go that, it's I'm why like, not be at another register right, right. Yeah. thank you I'm like instead of you and I start screaming like right. pointing me, I know which way to walk <laughs> go do ding-a-ling-a-ling on the register so I can get the out of here exactly instead of t- pointing me in the d- I know I walk forward <laughs> and right. then they have somebody standing at the door so they could check your receipt yes while the poll there's 50 people in line well and actually we, we found out that does it you you can just walk out because they won't run after you anymore <laughs> they literally uh, they they know they have they're not allowed to they can they can stop you if you are in the store so if you're I'm a criminal like, and you're listening to the show not, right now not, not, not true <laughs> no. Some, someone offered me a job to do it they have secret shoppers that are in there I'm not kidding. No, I security just, oh, like absolutely. And they will, and they will get you. They will. It depends on the person. They are if not they got the sand to go approach someone and know how to do it properly and try to get them back in the store. But you can sit there as a patron and as who stole something, not a patron who stole something, and go f you. I'm not coming back. And then you can't yeah. chase them you out can't of the chase parking them. lot. Who's the you, undercover? Is it like? A, is it that 90 year old guy with a walker? No, no, on no, himself? no. Just normal, <laughs> regular age people, man. <laughs> Boy, no. we never thought he's packing. Yeah, yeah. Joey I mean, Binocco, I think he might be Italian as well. <laughs> says, "Hey, Paul, when are you coming to Denver to perform?" Oh, um, I'm gonna be. We're looking to come the uh, probably after uh, second half of the year, either Denver Improv or the Comedy Works. So if you follow me at Paul Mercurio, one R in my last name, not two, because if you put two, this is Australian. And it's it, not Mercurio; it's M E C U R I O. Thank you. No, it, it really is M E R C U R I O. But the Australian actor who was in Strictly Ballroom and Exit and this guy Paul Mercurio, got in the Actors Union before I did, and because of this idiot, I had to change the spelling of my no. name. Yeah, so it's M-E, but it is M-E-C-U-R-I-O. Okay. Oh, you and you can follow you on Instagram. Oh, Everything's yeah. the same. See, that's good. You don't have an, like an Instagram where it's Paul Mercurio no. one, two, three, underscore. No. And it's I, Instagram. It's Twitter. It's, it's Facebook. Uh, Facebook. And your website is paulmercurio.com. Yeah. And, um, and that's where all your tour dates exactly. and stuff are, right? And uh, the Paul Mercurio show, my podcast. And um, now How often do you do your podcast? I do it once a week. Oh, and I have a YouTube channel that we just started up, too. It's, it's nice. again, Paul Mercurio, so there's a lot of video there but we need uh, to come up and I, see your show yeah i would love you guys we're to coming come up. up to new york at the end of yeah. february because i'm doing the barrett sports media conference well, why up don't you there let me know you also come to a late show taping too if you want to come sweet and get your tickets yeah. you know my son chris who lives in delaware he got tickets and he went up to new york just to go see the late show because he's a big colbert fan uh-huh 
and you were there. You were oh, so you're the yeah. audience warm up guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm you a, know the I'm Roots and all deal. those guys. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. Well, he's uh, kind uh, of a big deal, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know, we, uh, you know, we probably do like a bottle of vodka just before the show, <laughs> you know, just to loosen up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you need a warm up. Yeah, you know. People bit. don't realize how hard that is. It is because I had a buddy, the late great Brody Stevens, who I knew in L.A. and he was he we were on the best damn sports show. He was the audience warm up guy on the best damn sports show. We got to be great friends. He would call in our shows all the time. Mm-hmm. And then the day when we found out that he yeah, he had committed sad. suicide, you want to talk about just, you know, wow. Yeah. You know, this is a guy who loved life. Yeah. You know, appreciate it, enjoy it. He had so many great isms, burn, you know, Brodyisms. Mm. And then you see somebody like that. Yeah. Decide that he just couldn't handle it anymore, and you don't see it coming either. Usually, it's like they mask it. You know, well, I mean, Richard Jenny was like yeah. that. Richard Jenny was like that. Nobody. I was talking to a, a comedian friend of mine the other Robin day, Williams. Vic, Robin Williams. Like, I mean, you don't all, see the, it. all these comedians because the comedians they a lot of comedy is based on tragedy in their own lives, yeah. and they have become so adept at out in public being that funny man right. or woman. And, and there's and also a neediness. I always say if my uh, – I was just looking at that. Are you drinking olive oil? No, people are asking me what's why my – it's not pee. It's not olive oil. It looks like olive and oil. And it's not the contents of a catalytic converter that I just stripped <laughs> on Pass Young Avenue from a guy with a, with a caddy with New Jersey license plates. By the way, I think it's filled with platinum. That's why it's worth no. it. Yeah, it's platinum and other uh, precious metals. It's a new thing we're trying because he has uh, this, this really bad arthritis in his hands. Uh, turmeric is in – Oh. A liquid or turmeric, depending on what neighborhood you get it in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Robin puts it in a bottle of water for me. You know, I'm getting older. It happens. And we're trying to eat out. You know, that's what happens when you live in the Northeast. Because yeah. I lived in L.A. for 11 years. I was in great shape. I was riding my right. bike. The weather's right. nice. Yeah. Here you're sitting here. We had no snow. Right. But every day it rains, <laughs> right, exactly. and it's miserable out. Right, yeah. I and mean, you don't want to go out and do anything. Right. In L.A., you're eating, like, vegetables and fruit. And here exactly. you're just yep. rolling up hunks of cheese and swallowing exactly. it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. with, a, no. with, with a steak and cheese. Is uh, that what you call it? In your, you don't call them cheese steaks, though, right? Uh, we call it steak and cheese. But I'm, going to, I'm either going to Gino's. I'm, I'm probably going to go to Gino's and get at least one more uh. here. No? Gino's my buddy. I know all these guys. That's no? good. Yeah, it's gotta good. go. I mean, well, our favorite place is is uh, a little pizzeria up, up in Belmont uh, on Belmont Avenue called Mama's. Amazing. Nobody amazing. even well cheese? the locals know it. It's, it's so the greatest che- yeah. steak right, and cheese you'll ever have. What's it called? Mama's Pizzeria. All right, I'm gonna go there. It's up off City Line Avenue. You know where the the City Line and, and Monument Road there. Belmont Avenue is right above next light. You go down and it's a little pizzeria, but they have the greatest. I mean, it is Phenomenal. packed with a pound of meat and cheese. I mean, it's like 50,000 calories. Well, we only do agreeing. it once a year. Chris F29 says, Mama's is the best. Yeah. It's the yeah. best cheesesteak ever. All right. Because I'm it's unlike any other. And most cheesesteaks are very similar. Right. But Mama's is like no the other cheesesteak. steak cheese is steak. good? It's oh, not it's like, like filet mignon in there. I'm oh, telling you. Really? Okay. And the Fantastic. cheese. I mean, it's got, if you're a cheeses freak like I am. Yeah. It is absolutely. Now, Dewey, did you ever come up and have one of those? I haven't brothers? been to Mama's. No. What's the matter with you, man? Yeah, well, you're in good shape, though. You got right. Yeah, I he works out. Yeah, you're amazing. Why do you think he gets laid all the time? I mean, look you. at him. He's amazing. I don't have a job. That's why I got nothing to do. Nice shirt. He shops at the Baby Gap. That's, that's, right. that's right. I got a sponsorship for him. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding, man. I'm not even kidding. I love it. <laughs> you got a huge your arm. You're like he's jacked. It's a large shirt, man. What do you no, mean? I'm not. I'm joking about the shirt. You are in great shape. Did you play football growing up, or a little? Yeah. Bach, he, he, was, he was a fat kid. Like you should see some of the pictures. Oh, you know, when he was I was like, when I was Listen, eleven. My name's Luigi. I got a brother named Mario. My psychologist and I could do two hours easy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? His his brother's kids' names are. Uh, well, they're Mario and and, and Giovanni. But oh, my brother's wife's name, yeah. Fredo. No, no. Fredo. My brother's wife's name is Daisy. 
He actually Mario. That's our dog's married name. The freaking ba- he married the princess from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it, wor- it worked out. I was named after my father's father. My brother was named after my mother's father. Yeah. And then this fucking game comes along and ruins my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible, man. Our dog is named Daisy. Now, Paul, are you familiar with Twitch? I am not that familiar with so it. So right now, um, you're seeing the uh, the live stream over there right. with all the comments. Uh, Robin's the director. I mean, look at this. Looks like Mission Control yeah, in now, here. So Robin switches put, the like, cameras. Uh, uh, yes. Who's doing that? Is so that? Yeah, they're putting our, stupid stuff on. Our on followers, space. our fans can, um, if they are subscribers. And you subscribe for free with Amazon Prime because no. Amazon yeah. owns. Oh, and wow. it's five bucks a month. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can we subscribe. Prime. Subscribe to the touch. Subscribe to Twitch TV. And you get five bucks a month. And if you have twi- and the good thing is you don't have to sign up for a year. You do it for a month. And then if you want to re-up, you do it again. If you have Amazon Prime, it's free. I mean, what better deal can you get than that? It's amazing. That? And so now they are watching either on their computer, their laptop, Correct. their There's phone. There's an app. Um, and to follow and download the app, it's free. Mm-hmm. If you want to subscribe, which opens up a couple more things for you, like you can watch the archive shows, you can buy the – or you can put uh, masks on Tony's face. You have walk-up sounds. Uh, people have sounds where they walk. It's all this crazy stuff that people so put on. So it's interactive. Yes. Yeah, and We're so there's interactive. a steady stream of people who are commenting on everything we talk about. It's really interactive. I mean, yeah. this is the future of radio and TV. It's all on demand. Everybody wants on demand. They want to watch it when they want. So the last time I was on with you, it was radio. How long have you been doing this? This is now a full year. Twitch is now one year, but we've been doing podcasts for five years now. Yeah, I think I was on your podcast. Correct. This is amazing. Actually, Tony's been... Tony's been doing this format forever. It just took a while for the for the technology to catch up. Yes, yeah. and at Joey Vinoco in Denver is saying, I'm listening from a gondola at Vail. Oh, good that's for you. That's where wow. he's listening. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Dude, wow. you got a chick up there with you, man? You want to talk about a good ride. If you have any guts, ski with no pants there. We're Amazon Prime members. I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, easy, man. Cool. So you just gotta get some equipment. Not, I mean, not. Just, yeah, you don't need all this. No, you you see, we have we have multiple cameras. This is, this is a walk-up sound right now. This is uh, Rebel Man 9311's walk-up sound. And it's private eyes. So there's a camera there on you. Where's the camera? Stop the hammer! Is this camera on me That's now? That's your camera yeah. right there. Paul. This is my camera. I no, have, this one. I'm pointing right here. I have, oh, there's another camera, yeah, there. camera there. I have four cameras going on. How many I'm cameras? Start stripping. <laughs> four cameras. There you go. Can I have a poll? Please? The only thing we don't have is POV yet. We're working upskirt POV. We want to get all the angles on the show because people demand that kind of content. We got a bang bus right out back. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this show never stops, Paul. We keep it churning, baby. We keep it churning. And it looks good. People think we're like in a real studio. No, we're my looks basement. Really great. We it, call it the cellar now. Basements are old yeah, school with no, the pine, the yeah. paneling, you know, and the. Abashuze. Yeah, Abashuze. <laughs> so now, who can you switch to do like a. Can you do a, yes. a single? Yeah. Who, switch, who you switch? Robin's I'm, doing I'm everything with one computer. computer. Look, Paul. Wow. No, now you got just used to it. Gee, she's producing. She's look directing. At look at how handsome now, Tony is. And then the uh, other I look thing, like an old man because um, I am an old man. There are some people that we call them the, uh, the, the sad children are on Instagram. Instagram is the only uh, company that or platform that doesn't play nicely with Twitch. And so all of our Instagram followers, I keep telling them, if you want to see the full show... You only can all... see my face on Instagram. Well, you don't no, get the full four-camera shot, I wide shots, it. three I, shots. I changed it so that all, people can only see Paul right now. Okay, that's good. They only want to see it. They know what I look like. They know what I look like. But no. um, everybody on Instagram, 
if you're not on Twitch, then you're only seeing one camera at a time and you only get to have one hour and then I have to restart it and, and you don't see the chat room. So And we I do whatever the hell we want, as you can see here. Yeah, we don't absolutely. stop for commercials. Yeah. We just do our thing, man. And this, it, this is why I think podcasts are so popular. Yeah. You know, you can sit down with a guest and do an hour. You can do a half hour. Yeah. It's not, oh, we're up against it, Paul. I'm sorry. Where are you going to be appearing yeah, this weekend? Exactly. You don't get the hell out like of here. You got yeah. nobody giving you a wrap Speaking up. of which, uh, you were, we were speaking earlier about the PC movement and the Me Too movement. Yeah. We actually tomorrow are going to have Jeremy Roenick on, oh. who was just a victim of yeah. the whole PC Me Too movement yeah. and was let go from NBC from something that he said on a podcast. Right. Um, and... Um, He's going to come on and talk about, you know, this this whole thing. It's like you can't make jokes anymore. Like, there's a lot of times when, because Tony and I have worked together forever. Luigi and I have worked together forever. Mm. We make jokes. Mm. They don't make us feel uncomfortable. Right. Somebody else might hear it, and it might make them feel uncomfortable. I'm sorry, but I'm not offended. And in this particular case, there was the same thing with him. The person that he was speaking about was him and his wife's best friend. Right. They Who they went on vacation yeah, with right. all the time all the and time. hung out with. They and he's a good-looking guy, yeah. and he said something like, you know. Like, you know. They, they asked, they, they said, oh, you know, you guys are, yeah. uh, you hang out a lot together. Yeah. And he says, well, you know, I wouldn't mind it if it happened, yeah. but it's like never going to. Yeah. Right. Like, the, like the, we did a four-way, the four of us. Exactly. Yeah, that exactly. wasn't a big deal. It was mean for me. I don't know about you, Paul, but it was great for me. You know, one of my favorite drops that I always play is, you know what's better than this? And I always play, Two chicks at the same time. Two chicks at the same <laughs> time, did you hear, man, did you right? Hear what happened to Jim Carrey? No. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yes, what happened now? He sat down and did an Other interview. than the movie, the Sonic movie, which but they've rebooted 50 times. It sucks. So, yes. so he's sitting down one-on-one with, with, with the reporter, and they're doing something for Sonic the Hedgehog. And she asked, Jim, you've done all these things. Is there anything left on the bucket list that you need to do that you want to do? And he goes, yeah, you. Oh, yeah. just like, but so tongue in cheek, right. Jim Carrey. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Was she hot, by the way? Yeah. Does, Would you do it? Doesn't her? even matter. Yeah. I do no, I know. She's I a two bagger. You put one on her <laughs> head and, I do and a, yours. I do a catcher's mitt right now if you can find <laughs> it. So, what I. It's got, now it's got to be a worn in catcher's mitt or a brand new yeah, one. Yeah, you break it in, Tony, get the oil in there, <laughs> yeah, you look, set the car tire yeah. on it. She got completely flustered. Yeah, she's she young. She didn't know what to do. She was laughing about it. And she didn't go on social media and bash Jim or any of those things like that. She took it as a joke. But what happens? Everyone else oh, yeah. jumped I'm on, on top my of you, I'm on my Yahoo feed last night. I'm looking around, and, and, the, and you know, it's that clickbait, the way they oh, do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And I go on, and I'm like, and I looked at it, and he literally went, uh, you, and she went, <laughs> and then she went back, and he goes, no, I'm serious. And then that was it. It was like 12 seconds of that. That was and it? And they made it into this thing. And uh, then he got her pregnant on camera, which right. I well, thought that, was a little know, yeah, weird. Yeah, they no. can't go that no. far. I got an invite to the baptism. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Like it's it's that's what I was saying right, earlier. There, there are people. It's like the woman outside the theater. There are people who are on mm -hmm. the lookout. Who and and you know, look. Everybody has to have a sense of humor, otherwise. And then you know, you don't get to sort of you don't get to pick and choose. Like I go on the subway, right? I understand if you have any. Like I think women should be equal to men. But you can't pick your spots on that, right? Right. So I go on the subway. Uh, which line? The Broadway, Broadway line? I was which on one? the Lexington, 7th Avenue? 4, 5, 6. Okay, beautiful. The green, thank you. People don't know, and then you, with the thing, you go on. Yeah, and, and, it, and, and there's like 50 different trains, but you got to look for the right number. Oh, yeah. Uptown, exactly. downtown. Right. I've never taken a train to New York, so this is going to be new for me. No, uh, the New York subway system. We're not talking about the, the Amtrak yeah. or, or New Jersey there's a, Transit. There's a four, five, six. There's the homeless line where you just go on and just Sleep. You're traveling oh, with homeless, homeless people. Line. You know what train I never found, and I want to find it? I want to find the one 
that that's the the tra- the station where there's the midnight meat locker is. Oh, Remember the movie the the movie where there's a station that's at the end and then they take they, they kill all the people and put them on there and then the aliens the underneath there eat all You know that's so funny. People. That's You know whose movie that was? That's one of the his one first I movies. I don't want to be. Night Shyamalan? No. No, no. What's was... his face? The guy from Philly. Yeah, um one of the great no, no. No, the actor who's like one of the hottest actors Bradley, on there, Bradley, 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 Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Oh, Bradley he was in Cooper's that? in that movie. It was one of his oh first God. movies, yeah, right? Yeah, you got to see it. Midnight Meat Train, it it's called. It is the glorious. It is the sickest movie sickest ever. Meat movie. Train, that's my Tinder handle. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Meat Train or Anytime Meat Train? <laughs> anytime, anytime. Midnight Bradley Cooper. I, I watched that movie one night. I, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. So I'm flipping around. This is a couple years ago. And I see this. I'm saying, Bradley Cooper, Midnight Meat Train. Yeah. And it wasn't even on Cinemax. It wasn't one of those softcore porn things. Right. It's a really bizarre movie. And the, the actor, who's the big British guy who's the... Uh, the former wrestler or something like that, right? No, he, I don't it? think he wrestled. Or, no, maybe he was a soccer player? Yeah, he was a, he was a oh, soccer player. soccer player. Vin, uh, not, not Vin Diesel. Vinny, Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Yeah. Uh, Vinny Jones has been in a lot of things. He's an big guy, yeah. He's, so he plays... I don't want to give the movie away. You just did, pretty much. But it's an, it's an interesting story. And I always was one. Every time I go on the New York subway, I wonder where that where that station is. Yeah, well, the whole like the whole it's entertainment on that subway. I literally saw a week ago a rat Ugh. running in because you, know, you see them yeah, on the yeah. show. Oh yeah, this rat was running on the tracks. You know, there was no train coming; it was just on the tracks with a whole green apple in its mouth. <laughs> I, I swear to God, it was the size of my fist, the apple. It was bigger it's than it's healthy. And that's exactly what I said. Hey. And this is what a city does to you. Philly, New York, Boston. Big cities make you jaded after a while. You've seen it all, right? Yeah. I look, like a couple of years ago, I would have been like, oh, that's gross. And I'm like, good for him. He's eating healthy. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah, he's trying. He, had his little, he had his little Lululemon pants on. <laughs> and, <you know. laughs> he's got his new Brooks. Exactly. He's I yelled like, roll. go rat. He didn't hear me because he had his rat earbuds in. <laughs> He went meatless. I mean, you know, that's hey. Exactly. Now, was it a Granny Smith? What, it was a big green Granny Smith, and then right next to him was the pizza rat just chowing down, giving him the finger like, this is how, this is how rats I eat, I love buddy. the pizza rat video. Did oh you see that God, one? Yeah. Where the guy has a slice, the rat has a slice of pizza, and he's going down step by step down the New York subway I'm actually, steps. I'm actually getting texted right now to ask Paul questions. Saying, okay. uh, Go on ahead. your Apple Watch? On my Apple Watch. All right, what do you want? I'm what so white, I got an Apple Watch. Uh, it says, uh, tell Paul, someone in the Twitch chat room wants to know, from Mr. Wall Street, what's a great stock to own right now? Now, are you still following that closely? Still I mean, once you're a anything? Wall Street guy, you have to still dabble, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I mean, I did, um, I did, I actually, like, did buying and selling companies, so I didn't do a lot of stock, following of stock, but, um, but, um, I gotta tell you, I mean, you're talking about Apple, people were sort of knocking Apple, and I think that Apple stands on its own as its own company, and it's up so significantly. I think Apple is something, even if it's high per share, you buy it, because, Nobody's been they, – they're almost impenetrable. There's no other mm-hmm. company like that in an industry where no one else can really replicate what they do. Oh, yeah, you've got Android phones. There, right, whatever. right, right. No one's standing in line for two hours. No, you know, and they, they, have they, an addicted, like, they have an addicted uh, client base. Right. But They'll he, buy a new right. phone every Here, year. Here's, and here's the thing. Xerox, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. people might be too young. Right. When you say, do you want a Xerox copy of that? It's it's when the name brand is become the becomes the noun, right? So now you say, do you have an iPhone? I don't I don't say do you have an Android. I just mean generally. Yeah. That's so when when it's that much part of the culture, 
Those are the things you want to go for because, you know, they keep saying, well, it's topped out, it's topped out, it's topped out. And I don't think it has. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I was watching closely when Tim Cook took over because, you know, you can't replace a Steve Jobs, but this guy did an amazing job. Yeah, and the other kind, and Dean, one of our buddies down in Clearwater, he's, he's, he, he sits, he doesn't work, he sits around mm-hmm. and he watches. He's got two TVs on. He's got CNBC, Fox Business Channel, now Yahoo Finance, and all he does is dabble in stocks, and he's been giving tips on the show. He told us Tesla, and I yelled at him, eh, Tesla, it's just a car company, and then it went up to like five, went up 500 bucks right. in a week. Right, I wanted, I wanted to stay in business just to see Elon Musk dance awkwardly again. You ever see, that, you yes. see that dance yes. that he did? Yes. The he's other awkward. one is Hard Rock. The, 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 the company that runs the Hard Rocks is also a really strong stock. Really? That, yeah. Even though they're closing down stuff? Well, they're opening others. I mean, though, yeah, that, just... so you're thinking there's a difference. The, the the hard rock that's run by the Indian nations in Florida, mm. uh-huh. that's the that that's that's not the same hard rock. Mm. That's called the uh, Seminole. Seminole Hard Rock right. Casino. Just... The one in Las Vegas yeah. is closing down and mm. it's going to become a virgin hotel. Right. There won't right. be many virgins around, but it'll be <laughs> the virgin hotel. It's a soft opening time. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, guys. Nice. Luis is pretty funny. He's pretty funny. Oh for, yeah, absolutely. For a grease ball from uh, Northeast Philadelphia. With fourteen pounds of chicken. Exactly. <laughs> it was sixteen, Paul. It was now, 16. how many? Did, now, how long does that last you, the chicken? Now you put them oh, in individual bags. Yeah, of course. You, you put them in little. And everything like now that. you, you like, have one of the. Yeah, you put them in like, baggies. Do you, you season it before you put it in, or you just like because it's protein, right? Low that keeps you it, like low well, fat. Well, it's 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 just. Whatever I use it's it for easy. all kinds of stuff for making all kinds it's of different easy. foods. <laughs> hey, take it out of the freezer, thaw it out, boom, you got dinner. Cutlass, cutlass. cutlass. You put the you put chicken it in cutlass. Tory, whatever the whole. You know, now do you get the mallet there. and you bang them down on in, in plastic? You got to put plastic wrap oh, on. Oh, I know. Yeah, if exactly. you're going to smash down the the chicken breast to make, right. to make the cutlass, you want a, you don't want a thick cut. No, you got to want it just fast, the right. Flash yeah. fry. Right. And yeah, then you and then you put a little uh, you put a little egg, a little flour. You do the whole thing, the breadcrumb, and then oh absolutely. man, you're making me hungry now. No, you know what I'm saying. I need a little chicken cutlet right now, a little linguine on the side. I got 16 pounds. I shit in my freezer right now. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make some. Can and you, you didn't that? bring over one stinking chicken breast. Exactly. Like yesterday, we couldn't and get a bo- hot dog in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I know we had a hot dog on the show Come yesterday. Come on, we get some that, a bottle of olive oil. We'll go nuts. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I really did think you were drinking Tony, your own urine to survive. I did the same thing. I said, Tony, what's going on, man? You're, you're taking out what you're putting in. I mean, what's, what's, what's I'll be choking the chicken later. Uh, thanks. For all the uh, recommendations, <laughs> do you the, put uh, cellophane yeah. on? Do you put strap yeah, you when you choke that. it, and, and then, then you bang, bang, bang it I down. have the double-headed the one, the double side. The one side is flat, and then the other side's got <laughs> yeah. the uh, the little uh, the like triangle. Yeah. yeah, diamond. Bang that yeah. thing down there. I <laughs> use that mallet on the subway when the door opens and people won't move out of the freaking door. When the door opens, asshole, move out of the freaking doorway. Don't cut down the access by a half because you're too cool to move into the car. Here. So I hit them with a hammer, and the cops go, "Thank you." That's they what do. They say. Now, do you do you do the uh, jumping? The big thing in New York now is to jump over the turnstiles because nobody can afford two dollars and seventy-five cents to <laughs> no, ride the New York City yeah. subway. No, if I'm going to go down, it's not over that. I I just have the subway rats open the door for so me. Now, speaking of subway rats, this just came across social media yesterday. There's a some company or somebody that gives the uh, awards for photography every year, you know, whatever they are. Um, and this this one won first place. And this happens to be in the London Underground. And look at this. It looks like something out of a cartoon. It's two mice squabbling. Um, can you see? Can you see? Right hold on. Let me let me pull it pull it up bigger. You can see it on this here. So two mice throwing down. Are they rats? No, they're, they're rats. mice. They're mice. They're mice. Oh, they're mice. London. They're mice. Two. And they're throwing down, and the photographer takes that picture and wins all kinds of major awards. That's a great photo. It Isn't is. that a fantastic that really, photograph? Really, I think the white one, the one on the right is on steroids. He looks kind of juiced. <laughs> this dude is laying on the floor of a subway. 
to get that shot That's true. so he can win a ten thousand right. dollar prize. Right. Well, that guy used to work on Wall Street too. He, <laughs> he, he was my office mate. <laughs> and now you're taking shots of mice. What you don't see is about three thousand people behind him taking three to one odds on the other mouse. Yeah, exactly. You don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ten minutes later, somebody kicked both of them onto the track. And exactly. Exactly. No, they don't do that in London. <laughs> no, no. They're very proper. They're very proper. In New York, they would have been... Uh, Skinned them alive. But you've seen... I mean, Robin, when we used to go to New York every weekend, when I was doing Key Show, we would go up on Friday, take the train. Yeah, take the train, right. Yeah. And then and on Saturday morning, we'd get up and walk back, walk through the city. Friday, we'd go out to dinner at a different restaurant every week. And then Saturday, we'd walk down 8th Avenue. And then there would be this Dunkin' Donuts. Because mm-hmm. I, I got to get a cup of coffee. I didn't want to pay $12 in the hotel for a cup of coffee. So we dropped by... Dunkin' Donuts, we get a coffee, and I'll get an egg sandwich. But one week after we went there, that same Dunkin' Donuts was closed and had, like, crime tape around it <laughs> because they had video of— Which was posted on social media. Social so media. we were able to see it. And that Dunkin' Donuts was closed because there were rats walking around on top of all the oh donuts and everywhere God. in the place. Oh. You've seen the one with the cakes and the one in the pastry shop? Yeah. Where the mice—no, it was pizzas. They were in this pizza place, and they had the slices in a glass case, and these mice are just going from pizza. Hey, I'll take the pepperoni. No, I got the sausage <laughs> over there. These mice, these rats are just eating the pizza. Was it original Rays? <laughs> oh, no, 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 I think it was the other one. Oh, the, the original. This the is hole. what happened when everybody was like, oh, you need to get your cat spayed and neutered. No, you need to let them be prolific yeah. so that they're out of there catching That's the rat mice. Bastards. <laughs> rat bastards. Rat bastards. <laughs> Rats are like, I can't eat pepperoni. It's just I break out. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can be ashen later on tonight. I don't want to have to deal with a heartburn. Uh, no onions. No onions for me. No yeah, onions exactly. for me. <laughs> they, they never sit right. Oh, oh I, can eat a, I can eat an infected you know, rabies thing, right. but not that. Jimmy, now, none of the Sicilian shit. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching a little bit. Now, Paul, I know we, we, we normally end around 3 o'clock, which it is right now. We can go overtime. I know that you said that you had a couple of other things to do, and you asked how long you were going to be, and I said, Hey, you know, half oh, an hour-ish, cool. unless you want to go. Are we on a clock up. here? Did We're we give a, you enough time, but, or did Robin oh, take too much yeah, of your time? No, I want to know if, like, if the woman on the show here. Time. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm doing your bid here. <laughs> now, Robin wants to know if she got enough time because we were dominating the conversation here. No, There's insanity in the control. <laughs> I, this was my way of allowing him the easy out, just in case he needed to go. No, he, he's Italian. He would say, I got to get the hell out of here, you assholes. Right. I'm tired of this right. shit. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Pasta. Want, yeah. Pasta. You know what I want? I want a slice of pizza with chicken, steak and cheese. Oh, I'm so hungry right uh, now. I can get you that from Rosario's over, right off of 15th and Reed. There's a place that has that. I have pizza. I don't like chicken on, on pizza. Oh, I do. I don't do I that get him a Philly cheesesteak pizza. I can do that. Philly yeah. cheesesteak pizza? Yeah. Ooh. It's good. Don't really? say, oh, no, I'm telling you, it's phenomenal. Are you serious right now? I'm serious, Clark. I don't see. I, I don't want all that stuff on my pizza. Yeah. You don't like anything on the pizza. No, I like I, extra no, that's cheese, not pepperoni. True, Johnny. There's a pizza. Tutti a tavola, a mangiare. I like There's sausage, peppers, and onions. Pietros that's on, on the, um, the oven pizza mm-hmm. that has that short rib pizza with ricotta. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's different. That's but that's like a little white. That's a little oh, one. So that's good. the one where they put in a hot coal good. iron and it's in the cub oven where it's all that's crispy. Good. and the little, They're smaller pizzas. Yeah, they're not the big Do you do this all? You guess you basically talk food, starve them, don't I'm give starving. them anything. Yeah. They, they, they make, get, and then, then, we, then we have to watch you drink urine all day. You want some water, Paul? 
<clears throat> yeah, please. Yeah, How do we not you. have a bottle of water no, for right. him? I'm just kidding. I'm who's, just the, kidding. who's the who's the who's uh, the PA on the show? <laughs> do you like cold or water room temperature? Well, I and I like it 62 degrees. We have uh, that. We can right do that. High <laughs> maintenance. No, I'm one of those guys. We got beer. You want a beer? No, I'm good. Thanks. We got vodka. We got a little Hennessy left up there. Do you have any uh, heroin? I'm a big we, Well, that's coming in later on. We a shipment comes in. So you did all of this. This is amazing. Everything. The floor, the tiles, right, Luigi? We we had it dug down because you know these old homes, you know, the, you couldn't walk. Well, because they were all were old Italian families that lived here. They didn't need to have five. <laughs> and so you bang your head <laughs> when you come down. And this place had mold and it had the paneling up and they pulled the paneling off when so we bought it. how did it. you raise the ceiling? They, they, no, they dug, dug down. down. They went, we went See, down. you can see where the original floor is. You see where the steps is, where that li- that one line is oh, of yeah. the silver? That's, that's the floor. The, that's oh, where yeah, the that's original floor. That's where I floor. tripped or I'm going to sue you. No, yeah. you didn't trip down that. So they had to dig down over two feet. Just so they can pour the concrete. You know what I and like? And we put it, the steps in. We did all of that. I like that wall. Like you left it natural, the brick and the and the cement. No, there was actually plaster over it. We chipped it all off. But that bottom, that was the actual foundation, which is all stone. That's when this was this 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 was probably built when in nineteen ten. I think. Yeah, this house is over a hundred years old. There, there wasn't uh, any plumbing in the house when they first built it. They had outhouses here. Oh. Yeah, it was. It and was, they had yeah. coal chutes. Yeah, seriously. In the back basement. still pee in the corners for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's like not? you're in San Francisco. Just act like you know you want to go out. You San Francisco, go. just go, yeah, man. Just go, baby. <laughs> yeah. Now are they peeing and pooping on the streets oh in New York? Oh my God! You know what? I it's uh, you know this the homeless it's, well especially on the subway and I'm and it's not just point. homeless people well, by it, the no, way doing that, it. No, it's not. It was when you got to go, you got to go. No, Stephen Colbert was doing it the other day. <laughs> was <What>? he really? Because <laughs> I'm Stephen Colbert, I take a shit wherever I want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a problem with that? I have Emmy Awards. No, but I I had you have this thing and you see these homeless people and you know you try to. There's a lot of them scamming you, right? But then there's some where you go. So there's this homeless guy near my apartment building, and he had no legs from the knees down, and he had a bucket. Then you know they're real. Okay. Yeah. So, but I'm not proud of this, but this is how suspicious (laughs) I've become. Before I put the money in the bucket, and I did give him money, I leaned all the way over to to make sure he wasn't hiding his legs like Eddie Murphy in trading places. Yes. Right. Which is not, and people go, oh, that's terrible. I go, shut up. That's the city does that. Which was really stupid on my part. Like the minute I dropped the money in the bucket, he was going to jump up and go, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) I had him all the time. Start tap dancing, you know. (laughs) Start breaking a river dance. Yeah, exactly. One thing I don't think I've ever heard. Are you a big sports fan at all? Yeah. Yep. Uh Now, were you a Providence Friar guy up there? Providence Friar and all New England teams. So you can hate me. Celtics. The Celtics, the Red Sox, who just traded Mookie Betches. I know. Christ. Oh, my God. I was ripping Red Sox fans yesterday because they came after me because I. Uh, you were ripping everything in Boston yesterday. Uh, yeah, and I was a joke. I love Boston. It's one of my favorite cities. I was there before the big dig was done. Again, so was everybody. <laughs> it took like 100 years to do exactly. that job. Joey Binoco says, when I'm in Philly over the summer, can I take a tour of the basement? I'll bring lunch. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We let people come down. And not just, we don't have an open door policy. <laughs> you know, we, we actually have to check. Right. Right. Come walk right. Right. Yeah, no, but we, we have people come down. We have friends, family. Anybody comes oh, down here. It's a great yeah. space. It's really, really comfortable. I don't know where that was. That, that was, was somebody just walking into the, to the stream. That's the it. Chat. Is that what no, they do? No, no. Actually, that is somebody now subscribing. Uh, Fairweather Marvin it just subscribed. So that's the notification. They get a little dancing. Take uh, or leave it with Fairweather. Yeah. Exactly. So thank you, Fairweather. So exactly. wait, how did that? No- who made? Did someone make that noise? This at is home? The they're called program. walk-up sounds. You know how yeah. baseball players have walk-up music. Oh yeah. So on Twitch, you can make your own walk-up sound, so that when you come or on, or when you subscribe, so or that's follow- that person's walk-up sound. Yeah. No, yeah. this is this is when somebody subscribes. Anytime somebody subscribes, oh, we get that. Oh yeah. That that'll get the oh yeah. See now, look, then- they got they got an elf playing on Tony's head. See, look, they could put things on me and that's humiliate awesome. me, and you know, hey, I'm your private dancer, dancer for money. <laughs> do what you want me to do. 
And we get tips. We have a tip jar. It's like the old piano bar. People can oh, throw yeah. tips at us. We call them bits. Yes. And so we're, you know, we're like basically we're like homeless people just begging for change. We're, we're like the uh, the old minstrel shows where you would beg for money. You know what I mean? And then we have we have lotions, potions, ointments, suppositories, anything you need if you come down and you need some turmeric. Actually, we do. We have we have a lovely partying. Yes, we do. Yeah, we got you stuff. Yeah, you get you get swag on this show. Really? You don't just get come in here and throw And Paul, it comes with its own bag. Oh my God! And its own piece of tape. And you just throw the bag in the street when you're done here in Philly. But, I mean, um, it doesn't matter. You know these what I'm are uh, uh, our Super Bowl sponsors, and um, two of them put these little bags together. So it... What is this? This it's, is fantastic. This coral, is coral toothpaste. It's brushless toothpaste. Coral right. toothpaste. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They've been around for like 25 mm, years. No fluoride. Like, strong. Now, you got to take the plastic off it. It's There's the best. It's it. the best, healthiest organic toothpaste that hey, wait, you've but never you don't heard need of. A brush for yeah, it? yeah, you need a brush. You do. But the what, the one that Luigi has, it's squirts. It's like a this? foam. That's, that's a, a mouthwash. That's a mint. What I, hint are you trying to give me? You give no, me that's what we're giving it away. Okay. You're gonna wait and a face and facial cream. That's what's in there too. So what? I just shoot it in my mouth. But no, you have to have a brush though. But there's a brush in there for you too. Just do one, and you can swish it around. Actually, if you wanted to, you should. All right, there it is. Let it cream up in your mouth, as she said one night. Man, I, I gotta get, get little, out of here. I except, think I'm gonna lose it. Get a little, you, you little, probably no. want something to no, spit you want, it out no, with. No, you want to. You want to brush it, don't you? Have a uh, bamboo brush in there in the package. Don't no, use you the don't want to swallow. swallow it. Don't swallow it. Use the water. Use the water, Paul. No. Hold on. There's a. There's a cup. There's here, a spit cup it in my Eagles cup right here. They won the Super Bowl. They oh. beat your Patriots. Oh, you, oh, you swallowed the whole thing. Yeah, give them a round of applause. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, now, humanity. Not a drop on a city to raise My shit is gonna smell amazing. Now here's the thing. It's actually not dangerous to do it with coral because yeah. it's all organic. It doesn't yeah. have fluoride in it. Um, it is um, SLS free. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's fine. Quick, tell me, got to dig the basement a little deeper now. Exactly. <laughs> you know what goes great with this? What? Chicken parm. Oh yeah, because yeah. yeah. it tastes so good. No, it's good Thank stuff. You. It's, yeah, it's, it's really the great. new wave now. Everything's healthy. Everybody's organic. But there's no, you know, fluoride. Remember when we were all convinced fluoride was important in our water? Right. Do you realize that the people who work in fluoride factories have to wear like hazmat, hazmat suit. suits and thick gloves it's a to handle it? That's how caustic it is. But obviously, in, in low doses, people thought that it was good for their teeth, and it's Look not. I'm opening up, it's opening up every box now, in there. The facial cream that's in there is expensive shit, though, Paul. What is this? Seriously. Can that's I, that's just regular this? toothpaste. toothpaste. There's the, there's oh, the foaming the toothpaste box? and the non foaming <laughs> toothpaste. <laughs> You were like a five-year-old. He's starving. The man is hungry. You, you can't no eat. No, you don't eat that. You don't eat that. Do you want some nuts? I have some What's nuts or something. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. I'm good. You know where the nuts are. This isn't are. bad. This is like uh, strawberry, raspberry. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, but it's it's a toothpaste. It's not really an edible. You know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> it doesn't now. It doesn't. Have, it doesn't. Have can cannabinoids in there. And is that then, what they're called? Cannabinoids, or they do you eat cannabinoids? No, cannabinoids. Whatever the hell it is. You see tomorrow on the internet. Paul had to cancel. Five shows because this poop was coming out like raspberries. The other thing that's in there is from uh, is Nicolette Sheridan's products, BioLumiere. It's an all organic facial um, facial products. This? No, no, no. No, that's more uh, the coral. BioLumiere is in there. You'll you see, see it. it. It's a little. Th there's two. There's two little. Uh, there's a. There's a container. Ooh, this looks like fun with my wife. That's a, that? no. That's a toothpaste thing. You know when you get the toothpaste low and oh, you try I to squeeze it, it out. A, a you can use it. It's multi-purpose. You can take whatever you can think of using. You just use it. I, I just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Wait it. now. Look, Luigi bringing down a little uh, oh, nut tray. It. Don't you look have any charcuterie? Yeah, no. By the way, that was the same plate that the cat's food was on. Thank you. You're welcome. 
You is didn't this an anti-aging cream? Yes, yes that's it, it right there. Just, that, that's facial. And then there's another little tube, you which is a square tube. You can give it to your tube. wife. Yes, um, please. But she you, needs it. She's such a hag. I'm assuming she's not listening to the show. Oh, my God. She's not. She's sleeping with two guys right now. Right, so you will you will truly enjoy this all the products. Oh yeah, this there's is awesome. different Thank flavors you. that comes in like cinnamon and. That's good for kids too, because the good thing is the kids like this because they'll squirt it, squirt it in their mouth, <laughs> and then they'll still brush. Yeah. But it's not nasty. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. That's all my awesome, man. Thank you. Um, and uh, this flavors. is the anti-aging. Yeah, thing. and then yeah. there's also the eye. Cr- the, there's the eye. Cr- no, that's eye. That's this is the, the eye stuff. Cream? Oh, there's the eye stuff. Oh. So there's that goes the, under the eye. That goes under the so eye, and it does like little the, puffy things. Uh, so just eyes. take a little. Yeah, Brett, he rips the box. He's like the. Do you like on on presents? Do you just rip the paper, yeah, or do you do yeah. gently? Oh, I it? like this. Is fancy. Oh. No, well, you just ripped it apart. All right, stop yelling at me. <laughs> I'm Italian. I tell I talk. Stop. Just a tiny. Do a tiny. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little. A little dabble, do you? Make it come out just a little like this. You know, just like the pre-cum, you know, when you see that, and it just a little bit comes out. And uh... <laughs> Yeah, actually. I do, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Here. We're all shaking our heads, but we all know. <laughs> no, you don't put it in your mouth. So just get a little tip, just for a second. Put it on. It's probably because you yanked it open. Did you Did you, did you break something? It? No. Did you, did you bust the stream? Here, let me see it, Paul. Oh, okay, Mr. Muscles. Go ahead. No, they, it. they teach us there's a baby gap. <laughs> Luigi, turn it upside down when you start it. I hear you. All right, let's see. Get just a, no, not in the not in the. <laughs> Clarky Bob your, says serious swag. Not in your uh, palm. You put it on no, the tip no. of your finger. No, he pulled off the thing. See, it's disconnected. God damn it, man! I can't even give you free oh. shit without wrecking it. I ate half of it. We're gonna have to give him another one and then fix no. that later. No, they don't feed you. Like oh, there. A, they All don't right. feed you like it's a punchline, do they? <laughs> no, no, they don't. No, they do. They have Just food do there. Just do it from upside down. Up, turn it like upside this? down, and then tiny, a tiny dip. Yeah, a little bit. And then what? Like right, right here? underneath. Yeah. Go like, like this. D- dab, dab it. Dab it. But you that, do that, it amount, like that amounts enough for, for both eyes. So then you go dab, 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 dab. Ah! Oh, yeah. No. Oh, it's nice and cool. Yeah, <laughs> AJ and Sanitary. Tomorrow Queer night. eye for the straight okay. comedians. You have a literal dumpster fire. We do have a dumpster fire in here. Uh, it's How does it great feel so stuff. far? You look it's 10 good. years younger already. Anything to reduce the size of my lips in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, most Sorry. people want their lips expanded. Oh, I you know how much pe- so women m- would pay to have your lips? Uh, people ask me <laughs> if I've had collagen, no joke, and I used to get in so many fights as a kid in Italian neighborhood. They'd call me fish lips. They'd call me, like, the N-word and, you know, lips. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, and I, and honestly, and this isn't even, sounds like a joke. When I was eight, my lips were the same size as they are now. Really? I could whisper in my own ear. It was a mess. Oh. <laughs> wow. They really were huge. And then I kind of grew into them. Uh-huh. And I was always self-conscious about them. And now people go, oh, my God, have you had collagen in your lips? I'm like, no. Your lips are so no. fabulous. Oh, my God. Do I Just lie like to women. Say, hey, yeah, you, would you like to taste them? <laughs> you want to see what it feels like to have beautiful lips like these? Joey Benova, every time, yeah. Tony, every time Tony laughs, it's so funny. It makes my day. That's what I do. That's probably a, the one skill that I have is laughing. It's better than crying, isn't it? What's wrong with laughing? That means you're having fun. You have a very infectious laugh. See, that we even have tapes yeah, of my that's laugh. That's to laugh just before you have a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it actually says that Tony Wheezing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I have it on there as. See, people have, have, have gone online and bought the... You get a 20% off which if you want to buy that online at CoralToothpaste.com. People love it. And by the way, oh, I just spilled all my piss. Oh, my God. Shit. Tony, let me lick it up. I hate to do it to you, buddy. Someone's asking if I ever wrote for uh, Howard.
Howard Stern. No, I have not written for Howard Stern. Um, but uh, Paul, people were asking earlier. Do you remember the joke? Do you remember the first the joke? First yeah. The first joke. Can we, can we, the, the, everyone's been asking the for the it. The fifty-dollar joke. The fifty-dollar joke. I, I got your joke for me right here. Um, um, it was about. Oh yeah, I remember. It was this old house. Um, the. Um, you know that it doesn't reflect. Doesn't reflect right. reality at all. Like um, you know, on the actual show. The contractor's like under budget, on time, does yeah. extra work, clean shaven. But in real life, these contractors are over budget. They're hosing you on everything. They're drunk, showing plumber crack. You come home, they're sleeping with your wife and going through your sock drawer for money. <laughs> <laughs> and it did well. Like it got a yes. laugh. And the power of that, I think what happened was that box I watched my whole life, I heard other people's jokes come out. My joke came out. It just was like it just totally That's overtook like, me. It was insane. It's got to be an amazing. And film. I just became obsessed after that with like writing jokes and sending them jokes and stuff like that. And then once you do it, um, and anybody listening or watching, if you've done stand up, you know. And then you get that laugh. And in the beginning, you really suck. Maybe if you have five minutes, you get one laugh. But you get that laugh, and you go, "Oh my god." It is. And I always say, if my mother hugged me two more times, I wouldn't be a comedian. <laughs> oh! When Tony was doing that, when Tony oh, yeah. was fixing the house up, we had our own show going on saying, fuck this old house by Tony yeah, exactly. Bruno. <laughs> no, we, we, you know, it's funny. All the videos we do, the most popular videos that we put up on YouTube is Rob and Luigi and I working yep. in the basement and actually Home doing physical stuff. stuff. Well, you know what? I find it, you know, like, I love to watch like, HGTV, those, you know, the, you know, mm. the flipping and whatever, because I actually find... It kind of relaxing to watch some. Yeah, of them. absolutely. Now they're doing. There's the ones that guys in Maine that build the Maine like cabin, the cabin masters. Cabins. Yes, uh-huh. and then then there's the Alaska bush people. Oh, I love those. Tony yeah. watches all. I of watch those. the Gold Rush Alaska shows. They, there's like 50 Alaska shows, know, and nobody exactly. lives there. I know exactly. Nobody. Li- everybody in Alaska has their own show. That's what it is. If you live there, you're contractually <laughs> obligated to have a show. There's a there's a pack of coyotes have their own show on the animal <laughs> exactly. animal planet. Yes. It's a talk show and a variety show. They sing, they dance. They're actually appearing on the View next later on next week. Oh. <laughs> And that's someplace nobody wants to go. I'm sorry, did I say something wrong? What do you mean the comedy segment went south? This has been fantastic. This is comedy gold. You don't like it? Get out. This is not. No, we're not reading okay. from scripts. Yeah, this isn't okay. prepared material. Yeah, but right. oh, Scott Cohn says you couldn't give him headphones instead of a weak gift bag. What are you talking <laughs> you about? Gift bags were like five hundred bucks. T- Tony. How about this? Let's do a Florida segment because I think that Paul will enjoy this and then we will end the show after that because we actually have a conference call that we have what to do today. I don't want to make you keep the show Down going for me. I no, can no, go. No. I'll leave. Florida. Yeah, we go. Let's go. We got music. You will, you'll enjoy this particular... Uh, enjoy your nuts, Paul. You're going to love my nuts. We do, we do a Florida segment because, you know, Florida... If I put that anti-aging cream on my nuts, will they look supple yes. and young? They won't be rimp. They won't sag and they won't wrinkle. Because they, they, right now they look like 150-year-old men. That's all right, man. This very will, becoming of you, Paul. It'll <laughs> tight them right, tighten those babies right up. They'll come right up under your chin. Meanwhile... Jesus Christ. Let's go to Florida and get your daily update because, as you know, there's a, there's a whole Florida man culture down there. You know all about the Florida man. We were, worked on the. Da- I'm not going to steal your thunder. We worked on. The, I worked on the Daily Show. Every morning, every writer was assigned a newspaper to read stories from to pitch for the Daily Show, and we would get footage from all over the world. Every friggin' day, it was a Florida man. Dot dot yep. dot. Yeah, exactly. And we used to get these a lot. We give them to Lewis Black to do. We used to get Lewis Florida. Lewis Black's great. Oh. Yeah, we gave him three stories. We go, like, what are we going to do with these stories? They're crazy, but they're too small for John. They're not national stories for John to do at the desk. Like, give it to Lewis, and we'll string them together with some lame. Th- 
And there was always, every week, Florida man sees image of the Virgin Mary in an oil slick, <laughs> in, in melted butter, <laughs> in the snow. I swear to God. I swear to God. Anyway, yep. go ahead. Well, that's, now let's get back to our That's how this started. So the Florida story now... Um, we are going to go down to... Where? St. John's County, Florida. Where the hell is St. John's County, Florida? I have no freaking clue. Is that clue. near Hernando County? It's next to Seton Hall, Florida. Exactly. Verde, Florida. And to Luigi, looking for a job. We want to move down to Florida, so maybe you can move down there first, get this job, get things ready for us. I can use the sun. And this, this job proves one thing. What? That Joaquin Phoenix doesn't know what he's talking about. Because Joaquin Phoenix says, don't milk cows, don't do drink milk. But now there are people looking for people to milk animals. Yes, Let's go to our cow. milk car spot at Miss Robin, who does a body good. Not a cow, Tony. Not a cow. <laughs> It is now, there is a job search going on for the next milker of buffaloes. Buffalo milkers? Buffalo Whoa. milkers. Ooh. That is right. The backyard buffalo. Male a- or female buffaloes? Which one are you milking? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not jerking off a buffalo. I have a feeling that it's Things probably- will never be that bad. <laughs> Things will never be that bad. <laughs> if it's a female, there's a much bigger show involved there. Yeah, exactly. There is. But Backyard Buffalo, a dairy farm in Punta Vedra Beach, Florida, is yes. searching for a new milker. And here, this is... What I happened love, to the old milker? This is for the new urban <laughs> cowboy. He was, he was stomped to death by a bull. <laughs> yeah. He grabbed the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. He, it was, he made a mistake, and uh, he he's no longer there. That was the problem. The new urban cowboy or cowgirl... For buffalo milking position was posted by the farm on Wednesday. So and they have like 5,000 people already uh, applying for it. Now, here here are some expectations perks that come with the job. That's not enough Just, money. How much? So, part-time job. It's only four hours in the morning. It's not bad. Four to five yeah. days a week. Get the rest of your afternoon. Get the rest of your afternoon. To hate yourself. They are, they are looking for someone who's committed, patient, patient, mm. because, you know, sometimes it doesn't come right away. Right. Uh, and That's thorough. That's what she said. Tell hey, me about it. I'm talking about Nobody complains about that. Willing to learn and do some independent thinking, but I think that that's what happened. The independent thinker got uh, went over to the bull side. Wait, why do you need when you're jerking off a bull? What do you need independent well, no, thinking for? Jerking off a bull. Oh, wait a minute, Robin, finish that. You get products that are not sold at the market. You uh, ten hours during. You get ten dollars an hour during training, and then they up you to thirteen to fifteen dollars wow. as you become better, faster, and independent. So wait, we have that... tape, by the way. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> Another satisfied bull. Now, are the female bulls still called bulls? No. What do they no. call the female bulls? Cows. Cows. Oh, that's bitches. Yeah. You now, I'm with I'm with Paul. It says that one of the perks is that you get products that are not sold at the market. You get breakfast and or lunch. On and the bull day semen. Work. That shit's expensive, man. They, that's the stuff you want. Bull semen. Isn't yeah. that a big deal? You, you ship it. You can sell it. Okay. Yeah. What am I looking at there? Put a what the heck place. is that? Wow. I don't know, but I'm going to throw up everything oh, I just put in my body. I see what it is. That oh, is Urban an Con. udder, and that is a calf drinking from an udder. Or maybe that's one of the workers with a calf mask on pretending, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's how they milk. <laughs> uh, how many furries will be applying for this job? <laughs> exactly. That's some weird suckers there. Speaking of suckers. Exactly. And oh, this... here's, here's, a, here's video of... Oh, let's go to the tape. Let's go yeah. to some tape. This is... A, is that a male or female? Right. That's a bull. He's got horns. Right. Yeah. Can you, you hear ever him? see this? And, see and this? his mother's taking the video. Mom, you're embarrassing me. Right, yeah, oh, right. crap. Wasn't that... 
Yeah. You ever see the size of those things on those bulls, oh, man? Oh, no, the, 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 the penis is on them? Yeah, there's oh, some yeah. big suckers on there. Oh, yeah. Now, I've, the size of the I've ridden a water. I've ridden buffalo. Are you gonna, really? You're going to wait. There you go. And he lost a hand. No, no, look how nah, nice that they're, is. They're sweet. Cows buffalo. are very, very sweet. I've ridden a buffalo, too, but she's look working out now. I mean, look at that tongue. Sunday. Wow. Oh, baby, you're going to uh, be some nice you, bison can, burger can, later can, on today, baby. Can you play that Latino girl again for me? <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Oh, milk if you it, want babe. to move to Florida, what it's, it's at the beach. You think you they'd get... be up for a three-way? <laughs> hey, your horn's what's, in my way. What's the weather like? You know what? We should, we should go to friendly Phil Leotardo for our weather update. By the way, wait, wait. Before Hot and sticky. regarding the uh, three-way, you know that the World Health Service just put out an announcement regarding the coronavirus with all the different things that you should do to protect yourself, including it says wear condoms when you're milking when a you're bowl? having <laughs> sex with animals. I like the raw oh. dog. It it. I'm sorry, it. I'm raw dog. They actually oh. had. They're, they're not. They didn't say don't have sex with animals. They say if you're going <laughs> if you're to gonna do it. wear a condom. P.S. and buy them dinner. I got to cancel all my... I just got <laughs> a new match. Can you believe that? They just said I got a new match. <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> On Tinder? <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Let me check around. As soon as that happened. That soon is that amazing. Happened. How did we miss that, that they said if you're going to have sex with an animal... Like, you're right. Like, it's, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, no, that was the World Health No, nah, there's, only, there's only so far. I am not wearing a condom with a buffalo. You wouldn't? No, I want to raw dog that baby. Yeah, really? Yeah, exactly. Tony Come Bruno. Okay, gotta, that's enough. You got to put a little something on there. A little no, lubrication. Okay. I'm not into bestiality. I Frisco? Prefer, I prefer Frisco? my cows to be of the two-legged variety. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> slump buster every once in a while. you got to have one of those. That's utterly ridiculous, You I'm saying? Wait, can we tell people where Paul's performing and what time? Yeah, Punchline Philly. Go to okay. punchlinephilly.com. And uh, there's going to be two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night, and one Sunday. I think one show might, or two might be sold out or almost sold out. we got a lot of people coming out on Valentine's uh, Day night. Uh, there's two shows, like I said. And come and hang out. You guys should come and well, see Well, which one's show. not sold out? I'm going to go. Um, probably, uh, I think the second show Friday or second show Saturday. Yeah. I'm coming. All right, good. Okay, we'll get you on a list. Can gonna, you get me gonna, on a list? Can you get me on a list? You're gonna, listen, you're going to have a bottle of urine. There's going to be a bull <laughs> at your table. Oh, oh beautiful, man. Uh, to milk. And then uh, we're going to have your chicken parm. And we're going to each bring his own chicken. Right. Can he make his own right. and bring it in? And so I'm bringing my own cow and a date. All right, trust me. And then, his pockets and, will be full. And then I'm going to come and squirt toothpaste in your mouth oh, at your table. Oh, man, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> this I'll is awesome, I'll man. I'll definitely go to the show, absolutely. Man. Please. Punchline yeah. Philly this weekend in Philly. Great spot down there in Fishtown. Yeah. Have you been down there? I've been there before, but been it's been there. a couple of years since I've been there. They really built that place up. Like, then Yeah, that's a hot area. The Fillmore's there. Yeah. Last time we were there, we saw... Caliendo. Frank Caliendo yeah, was Caliendo in town. Was we went and saw him. You guys should come see your show. Absolutely. Can you get us in? No, no. no. I want two down low. I don't want to sit all the way in the back where I can't heckle you. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna play <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna you for you. You're gonna go in the parking lot with the window open. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. I'll, bring the chicken, Paul. <laughs> I'll bring the chicken. I'll bring the chicken. Luigi will be frying cutlets in the yeah. in the parking lot. I'll wear a shirt that fits. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And by the way, I'm gonna have a special toilet installed so you can oh, get great. Yeah, so you can get a geyser of water up your anus. That's great, man. Nice. That's now good people, shit. The, everybody, everybody on the uh, chat room knows about the Bruno bidet, mm. and they're like, "You need to try it. You need to try before it you it go. Is, before you just go, just wash you out all that it. toothpaste and all that <laughs> stuff that you've been eating here. It's, it's <laughs> fantastic, that baby. Clean that baby out. right out. But yeah, and uh, also, folks can go to my YouTube channel, Paul Mercurio, on yes. YouTube, and uh, subscribe to that. There's a lot of cool stuff and my Definitely. podcast. Oh, next time I gotta tell. 
tell you my Paul McCartney story, how I got him on my oh, show. Oh, yes. Do you well, have you the have, tapes, We don't have to have you back. You got to tease that and leave it? Yeah, I can't. I got to tell you the whole story with the message, but we'll tell another time. We'll do it another time. But I hope you guys can come see me uh, this weekend. It's always fun in Philly. I'll Thank you. This is really fun, man. Thank Ladies you. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. And don't forget to tip your waitresses, your bulls, your uh, your cows, <laughs> yeah. all your bitches yeah. out there. And any and, and uh, anybody coming, bring some uh, Cadillac converters for your friend Ex- here, Paulie. Exactly right. I'll be out in the parking lot cutting Cadillac converters out. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a gray car. The right. Cadillac converters oh, right. all have the same shit in right. them. And then if your kids are grown, bring their little T-shirts. Luigi will be there. Exactly. I'll be signing them all. <laughs> signing them all. Paul, great Too to see you. Hey, great to see you. A lot man. of fun. Thank you so much. A lot of fun. I love Thank the you. laugh, man, and that's what we did today, and that's what this is all about. About having fun, man, enjoying life. None of this bullshit stuff. You know what I mean? In yeah. the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Right. And God bless America. Even Providence, Rhode Island, <laughs> where my good friend Chuck Wilson is from, and where, of course, Angelo Cataldi grew up. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. We'll see you back here tomorrow. One o'clock. With Jeremy Roenick right here on the Tony Bruno Show. Good night, everybody. Keep on scratching. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. Maybe in our world here, they live a happy little mountain. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.